Oh, dear. All right. Well, this is different. Welcome to episode eight of Oh, Dear, sponsored by Bose Bar and Stage. And for the first time, coming to you from the Bose studio. And man, I don't feel like we deserve this. We'll talk about the studio a bit in a second. But welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ted Emmett. And in such a good mood, I'm just, I'm going to straight up throw to everyone. I'm not even going to say anything mean until after this and, and it'll come to me. But Dustin Moore, Kevin Walsh, Ryan Lund, we're all here hanging out for the first time. No Zoom. And, you know, how's everyone doing? Ted, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about all three of us. Wait a minute. Who's who's he throwing to? Whoever you want. Well, I mean, I was looking at you. Okay, I'll take yeah. it. No wit. I'm a little disappointed with you a little bit, Ted, but we have no snow in Red Deer. I'm pumped about that, but I bring a lot of sadness to this episode because my brother just got voted off on Big Brother. So. Oh, no. It's a little disappointing. I am so proud of him. I am pumped to be his big brother. I, you know, I've enjoyed watching him on TV. I've enjoyed the whole process that he's gone through. And I ho- really hope he comes home with a positive experience. And, and I'm really looking forward to uh, sitting down over some beers and a campfire maybe and just learning about that whole process. So sad, but happy with Ted, with the studio and the and the Bose Bar and Grills studio, I guess. And, and the Bose guys here with us, Ryan and Riley. And it's, it's going to be a fun night. And hey, you know what, Kyle? Red Deer is proud of you. You went on, you did great. I would have voted him off too. I think he was, uh, he was kind of, kind of building up to being a big time player. So, and it was my guy Kiefer Ugh. that took him out. My former guy Kiefer. He's not my guy. You're not a fan anymore. I mean, as a person, yes. But as a player. As a player. Uh, I, I think if Kyle would have made it through this week, he would have gone far. And I think it's like, to, to be honest, I think it's been a really good cast this year. I think it's been awesome. It's been good entertainment. I've been on the live feeds for the first time ever. And I know a lot of people in Red Deer have watched for the first time. So I'm pumped to see him. Obviously, Bryn, my daughter is excited to see him. She keeps talking about Uncle Kyle on TV and I couldn't be more proud. I know he's looked up to me as a hockey player in the past and I'm I'm certainly excited to see him in celebrity status in Red Deer as we move forward. And you uh, you hit 30 seconds for your intro on the nose there. So okay, perfect. perfect. Let's good move job. On. Let's move on. Kev, <laughs> Kev, go ahead. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a little sore. Went skiing today for the first time all year. Well, I, I've been to Canyon a couple times, uh, but went out to the mountains with my wife for a quick day away. Um, rushed back because I knew this is a very important uh, date for us tonight. So I'm, I'm just happy to be here and I love the artwork on the walls here. Hopefully, yeah, we'll, hopefully uh, we'll we get to a little, show people. A little MTV cribs we'll put up and, and see what's on the wall. And you know what? Not that we ever care because it's the same thing, but Ryan Lund, how's it going? Okay. You just said you weren't going to throw any digs at anybody. Right but, at that moment. Oh, but you changed your mind yeah. when it well, came Dustin to me. Well, Dustin went 25 minutes on yeah. his intro. Yeah. I guess he gave you some extra time and to think about it. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Ted, thanks for asking. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, it's been a rough week for me. My, my dad got me this massive desk and I've kind of rearranged my entire house just to fit it in a room. Ted, thanks for helping me oh. move it like seven times. So You um, must be the worst puzzle maker I've ever... Like, <laughs> like, like oh. I just couldn't figure, figure out how to put it together and then I would keep making the same mistake over and over again. Is it from Ikea? It's from somewhere. He, I think he got it in a shady deal. <laughs> like it, yeah. it sounded, don't tell anyone. Yeah. It stays between the Sorry. four of us. Sorry, this desk is worth tens of thousands of dollars so when I resell it, it's going to be very pricey. But it's... Uh, no, he got it from Facebook Marketplace, bought it off a guy in some warehouse in North Red Deer and it is legit but it takes up an entire one of my rooms and it's just in time for me to start 
going back to the office with my actual office, <laughs> but it'll be nice the next time there's a pandemic that hits and I have to work from home. So uh, all that's done and now I can just relax and enjoy the rest of the week. All right. Well, I'm going to cut that off. Well, we're Ted, all, Ted, off before, to a flying start. Before you do, like, how are you doing? Oh, that's the first time. Yeah, that's the first time. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, you know, everyone always asks, where's Waldo? But no one asks, how's Waldo? Right? <laughs> so no, I'm good. I'm that rolls in perfectly because I'm so happy to be in this studio. As you guys know more than anyone, it's uh, going over Zoom. It's a lot of extra work doing the editing and stuff. And it's just not not as much fun, especially for you two guys, Dustin and Walsh. And just happy to be here. I think, you know, really excited for this week. And of course, we've got our two guys, Ryan and Riley here. We don't deserve this. I'll tell you that much after seven episodes of a basement podcast. So I'm going to do a little pre-glad game here. And I think we can all agree like Bose has been before this podcast has been amazing to us. And even more so now, you know, letting us use this space, come out, have some fun. And it really just elevates what we can do with this podcast and, and frees up some time too, and to, to do even more and get out in the community and have a lot of fun. So huge, huge shout out again. I know we do it every time, but to Bose, you know, for us being here and every time Ryan and Riley take the time to come out too and help us out, it's pretty amazing. And it's yeah, still a little surreal. I feel a little bit like a professional. Like I feel like we just went from an amateur podcast to a professional podcast and we are not there speaking wise. And uh, you know what? That, that rolls into the glad game perfectly. And you guys ready for an ad read smackdown here? Let's see if Lundy can actually figure one out. Well, this it's isn't not Lund. Me. This oh. isn't Lund. It's not me. The glad game is brought to you by Gord's Smoke Shop. Spring is in the air at Gord's. New cigars from trusted brands such as Rocky Patel are arriving weekly, as well as long-awaited restocks on your favorite cigar brands such as My Father. Heading into the outdoors for some adventures in the sunshine, Gord's has portable smoking and vaping accessories for cannabis and many ways to transport your herbs safely and discreetly. Gord's now offers free shipping on all orders over $200 at gordsmokeshop.ca and will continue to offer free in-store pickup, $15 flat rate shipping on orders under $200, and $420 delivery. That's $4.20, by the way. But, oh dear listeners can get free shipping on all online orders using the code FREEDEER at checkout. Gord's would also like to thank their community for helping raise over $400 in their latest raffle for Fostering Hope Animal Rescue. Gord's Smoke Shop. Everything you need, but the weed. I'm going on break. Wow, Teddy. Mic drop there. Well, I put down an iPad very gingerly, but same thing. Yeah. <laughs> take, take, take notes, Lundy. That was, that that's was, how you do an ad read that, and a long ad read. For that, that, was, that was fantastic all the way until I smacked that iPad at the bottom. <laughs> so we're going to have to redo it, guys. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, that was good. That was, that was te- textbook, Ted. Yeah. And you know what? Shout out to Gord's too. You know, the, the we keep seeing all these uh, local initiatives. And again, you know, they're doing these raffles for fostering hope, animal rescue and that. And I think that's awesome. Awesome, and, and hopefully they continue to do it and huge in the community. And I think it's pretty cool. They're right next to Bose. So they do a lot of, you know, posting with each other and stuff and Gord shares our stuff a ton. So huge, huge, huge community people there in Gord. So we urge you to go support them. And I, Lund, I know you probably will. Yeah, I will. I mean, I can go to Bose for a beer and Gord's for uh, a smoke. Yeah. And then go back to Bose for a beer and then back to Gord's for a smoke. <laughs> so I, it's, I can get, get all that done in a matter of an hour. So I'll probably go this weekend, actually. There you go. And you know, you're already talking, you're warmed up. Why don't you kick us off for the Glad game? Uh, so as some of you may or may not know, it is Red Deer's 108th birthday. Uh, actually, today, the day we're recording. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, all you Red Deerians. 
Um, I don't know if you if you're celebrating it, but you should because 108 years is is pretty fantastic. Writers come a long way in those 108 years, and I'm sure we've got a, a long way to go. There's some exciting stuff going on with with future developments in the city. So um, I'm just I'm just glad to be part of the city, part of the community, and shout out to everyone that's doing their part to make the city better. Wow, how do you how do you top that? I'm sure glad you got him to go first there. But my glad game's going out to uh, a lot of people. I guess we know, and a lot of people we maybe don't know, and it's going out to teachers, high school, elementary, university, you name it. They've had to go back uh, along with the frontline workers and and teach kids. And we all know, well, I guess me and Walsh know with kids, they're germs. Like they, <laughs> they I thought you were going to say jerks. No, not, not <laughs> well, jerks. Other people's kids they're, are jerks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are full of germs. You know, these teachers are kind of putting themselves in harm's way a little bit by going to work every day and, and making sure these kids are educated and moving on with some friendships and, and making sure their mental health's there. One in particular, one of our teacher friends has been on isolation for 28 of the last like 33 days. So close contacts have got him a little bit and, you know, we're doing, we're trying to do the best for, for kids and making sure, you know, mental health and, and all that's at top of mind. And so my shout out and, and obviously my wife's a teacher too. So this, this ties in perfectly with, with her. Why didn't you lead with that? Yeah. And it, well, and you know, she, she gets to work from home for the most part. It's a little bit of a hybrid. She's doing labs in at the school. And, and so she's not, you know, near as exposed as, you know, some of the elementary teachers who, you know, those kids aren't wearing masks and stuff. So huge shout out, really glad that they're helping our kids out. My kid's not old enough yet to go to school, but uh, if I was in that position, I'd be really glad that they're educating my kid. Well said. I'm just really glad that the weather's so nice and I can go golfing. (laughs) (laughs) Typical Walsh selfish. You know, every time I listen and everyone's like, hey, this is going on, this is going on, Walsh goes, it's nice outside. I'm so happy. Ted specifically told me not to talk about golf. So uh, my glad game is that it's nice outside so that I can go bike riding with my family. Uh, As we mentioned before, we do a lot of trail riding throughout the city. And so really nice that it's nice outside. All the snow is out and and gone and uh, we can... You better hope by the time this airs, we don't (laughs) get a huge snow dump. It is only March still. But anyways, great time to be exploring the city. I love spring because everything feels new again. So uh, get out there and explore Red Deer. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, that was still pretty selfish, but it was less selfish than normal. So that's pretty good. And I think you mean for all families to get out and and ride their bikes. And you know, guys, I've already resolved that this is going to be a bit longer episode. So I've got one more for the glad game. And I think you'll all agree with me on this. And this is like a basically kind of a worldwide thing right now. And but it happened in Canada and it's pretty huge. And as a former broadcaster means a lot to me and a lot of my former colleagues and friends that last night, so again, when this is recorded, was the first ever all-female NBA broadcast that the Toronto Raptors did. And I know, again, that's kind of a a bigger magnitude of that, but I think that's incredible. And I I know firsthand how hard it can be for women to to break into sports broadcasting. And you know what? You you hear it a lot. And to me, it's, hey, if you're good, you're good. If you're not, you're not. doesn't matter if you're, you know, male or female. And again, I just think that's amazing to see. And uh, I tuned in. It was great. You know, there's a, a a lot of great female broadcasters out there and it, it kind of sucks that we've got to celebrate that in 2021, you know, but it's there's no such thing as a, a step backwards with this type of stuff. So kind of wanted to throw that in because I, I just think that's uh, pretty incredible to see and we keep seeing these things and, you know, society moving closer and closer to, to being more equal. So hopefully we see a lot more of that and yeah, you know, congratulations to all those women because I thought that was pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's really cool, especially, uh, I mean, if I didn't, I didn't even know that happened and I think if I was watching, I wouldn't even 
have realized, which is which is kind of good. Just with every year, there's more and more female broadcasters out there. And it's it's important to celebrate it now, but hopefully we can get to the point where it's just part of the norm, normal course of a broadcast. It's just, yeah, you're on, you're on your broadcasting day. If you if they all happen to be women or men, it's not going to be a big deal one way or the yeah. other. So hopefully we're, we're moving in the right direction. It's pretty cool that it's a Canadian broadcast yeah. doing it too, right? We're leading the way in that. And so that's awesome to see. Yeah. And I just, I can say this knowing that I'm one of them is there's a lot of male sports broadcasters who are not that good, right? <laughs> I agree. Just watching a lot of sports, there's, yeah. a, there's a few, more than a few. And yeah, I would say guys that are that I think yeah. are just terrible. And when they're calling a game, I'm just like, oh, this guy again. So it's it's nice that they're kind of opening it up to everybody. I know that I know they've solely been doing that over the last five or ten years. But like I said, hopefully one day it'll be completely equal. And like you said, Ted, if you're good, you're good. And uh, I've already got a few favorite female sports broadcasters. I know Kia Nurse on on TSN. Yeah, she was calling, part of it. Yeah, and Kate Burness were both yeah. part of that broadcast. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think those those females that have that that insight or that experience, either playing or just calling a lot of sports, I really brings a lot to the table you talk about uh breaking down barriers i guess for females in broadcasting and stuff and and in other jobs and sports and one that came to mind for me was kendall coin schofield she was the one that uh, participated in the nhl all-star game uh, i believe two years ago now but she was a big part of the broadcast team with the san jose sharks and was awesome i really enjoyed listening to her and now i think has taken a development role with the chicago blackhawks so broken down a couple barriers for women and you know we see it more and more with women in sports and and their knowledge and i think it's just gonna oh, well, i hope it keeps going in the direction it is right now so cheers to all those women that uh are getting those positions now lots of stuff to be glad for yeah this, uh, yeah sorry it kind of derailed us there i think that was important to talk about yeah. and they had a conversation last week with mel davidson and, and heard her stories about when she was coming up as a coach i think we all know how successful she was but those opportunities weren't there for her and you know what with walsh you and dustin having daughters and i know that uh is a pretty important thing to bring up so thanks for letting me derail the the conversation here so on that note, we, you know, we talk about that we have a lot to talk about and uh, look at how long we talked. Our screensaver on our, our nice screen here already came on and we, we lost our logo. Yeah. I thought they were throwing up something cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samsung. Oh, free ad for Samsung. Yeah. Ryan, Riley, get back here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were not. That's you get what next yeah. time they're just going to turn. I, I urge Ryan and Riley, I, just, I urge you guys I to just, turn his mic off the next time he <laughs> speaks to you that way. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, Lund. Yeah. yeah. I suspected that. All right. Yeah. We'll see you in two hours. <laughs> yeah. We're good. We, we have lots to talk about and lots of great news, exciting news to talk about on this episode specifically. And, and we've got something exciting coming up with cilantro and chive. And a week or so ago, we sat down, we got to go there. We got to meet Riley K, the owner, and sit down and chat with him as well. And that announcement hidden in this interview so here we go all right pretty exciting not only is this the first patio day of the season for us it is the first time the four of us are recording together in person great place to do it we're here at the new cilantro and chive in red deer with owner riley k uh, you know normally riley i say thanks for joining us but thanks for having us this is this is awesome this is a pretty good monday morning i gotta say <laughs> <laughs> great start to the week. Yeah, it's great to have you guys out here and getting this patio kicked off. I love it. So let's just start off. You know what? Tell us a bit about cilantro and chive. You know, you own the one in Lacombe as well, just open here in Red Deer. But that you don't stop there too. You also own Moe's Pizza in Lacombe yep. and you have a, an online shop as well. So first, just tell us about, about all of those. Well, cilantro and chive originally started in Pinoca back in 2012. And uh, we had some fun with a lot of craft beers there and a local themed menu. And building sold, lease came 
came to an end and we were on the hunt for a new location. We moved to Lacombe in 2015 and did a lot of renovations there, which was really fun. And we opened, uh, took over Moe's Pizza just around the corner back in uh, 2018, I guess, I think. I have to check that fact. But uh, <laughs> uh, And then uh, this fall, winter, we opened up a marketplace across the street from Cilantro and Chive with a little bit more of a hometown-esque market, a uh, little community pride, Bentley Gull Lake, Lacombe-esque merchandise. Uh, that's just moved to an online store here recently. And uh a month ago, we opened up Cilantro and Chive in Red Deer. So we have a few things on the go and a few uh, partners in a lot of things. My wife's a great supporter and uh, encourage her as well, as much as she says she doesn't. But it's uh, it's awesome. And so what led to the decision to, to come to Red Deer? Obviously, maybe 20 hours of sleep a week was too much <laughs> for you or what? Uh, you know, it's been, from what we've seen, been a great start. And obviously, the city is excited to have you. And what, what made you guys decide to not just move to Red Deer, but add a second restaurant? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there was an hour I wasn't sleeping at night and figured, heck, that's a good idea to to do something else too. But we had a lot of staff that were kind of hitting the, uh, the ceiling of their potential in Lacombe. So being able to open this as well, gave them a lot of opportunity to grow and spread their wings and step into some new roles. So we're pretty excited to be in Red Deer and be a part of that community and a part of the food scene. But community has been awesome support, man. It's been incredible seeing everybody in here and smiles on faces and food on plates and beers and glasses. Riley, you talk about community and you know, when I think of Slancher and Chive, I think of how you started in, in Pinoca and, and the community that you built there and, and then in Lacombe and you know, me and my wife were so excited about Slantro and Chive coming to Red Deer just because, you know, we didn't have to drive the 30 minutes down the road. But maybe touch a little bit on uh, your community thoughts and really what that means to you. Our community is everything to us. I mean, the support we get from our guests allows us to do what we do each and every day. So, I mean, it's it's incredible that people still come out and support us and still come out in droves and even through the lockdowns and the support that we've got through takeout and just being able to be here today is, is a challenge and, and something that we don't take for granted by any stretch. There's a lot of restaurants that have shut down through this and it's uh, it's been a tough go, but our community is everything to us. And that's, uh, I mean, with the burger of the month that we'll touch on here shortly is just another way that we can be able to give back to those people that give to us so willingly and freely. So Riley, have you uh, have you always wanted to, to work in the restaurant industry or did you just kind of wake up one morning and decide, you know what? <laughs> Let's just hop into this this risky yeah. risky industry and give it a shot. Seemed like a good idea. <laughs> uh, no, I started washing dishes working in a restaurant in small town Alberta. Thought I knew everything, moved my way up and uh, went to college at uh, SAIT and took the professional cooking program there and found out real quickly I knew nothing about restaurants <laughs> at all. Uh, Chef Turner, she, she beat it into me that I knew nothing. It was, uh, it was a pretty humbling experience. And then just worked around the province at a few different places and met a girl and fought Followed her around the province and landed <laughs> us in Lacombe for, I think we said we had a five-year plan and that was about 17 years ago. So she stuck. Well, and we'll get into you talk about the community support. And I think the four of us know a little bit about that because we we wouldn't even be doing this. We wouldn't be sitting here right now. And I got to tell a story because a couple <laughs> weeks ago, you know, we've, we've interacted a bit on social media. Cilantro and Chive has been awesome at, at following us and supporting us. And you sent me a message or sent us a message that said, hey, do you have time to chat tomorrow? <laughs> and I told these guys, oh my God, I hope they're going to ask us to do a burger of the month <laughs> because, you know, something you've been doing a bit. And before we get into it, tell us a bit about the burger of the month, you know, how that started. And it's been an incredible supporter of the community thus far. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely growing into something that we never imagined and never could have predicted uh, that we'd be here today. And I think we're 50 months into it with uh, the two locations now, but uh, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, Lori Mac 
McIntosh, Miss uh, Mac. I'm going to get emotional talking about this. And she's an incredible woman, kindergarten teacher in Lacombe. And she asked me to come and read a story to their kindergarten class. And it was a uh, hamburger heaven and pinky pigs working at this restaurant. And she's getting her hours cut because the restaurant's kind of sucking and whatnot. So she creates this new menu, launches it, and then they're sold out Friday night. And she's able to get a raise and afford a clarinet. So if you were going to read the story, I apologize for that spoiler. But uh, <laughs> the best part after that was these kids got a piece of paper, these four and five-year-old kids with a bottom burger bun and a top burger bun. And they got to put whatever they wanted on that. And it was so just seeing their emotions and seeing what they put on there and the reasoning and the rationale behind a four and five-year-old as to why they do things. It was really fun and, and exciting and took these back and they gave me a big booklet of what they had done and uh, looking through them. And one kid had mud and ice cream on there. And <laughs> I think that was a young Ted, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or yesterday when we were talking on the phone, yeah. <laughs> Age four wrote underneath of it. But there was kids with Chinese food and spaghetti, and it was awesome to just see some of the raw, what they enjoyed. And we took a couple of the burgers and kind of melded them together and... Uh, actually tasted pretty good. So we went back to the class and said, we're going to put it on our menu for the month of February and that we're going to donate $2 from every burger sold to a local charity. So these four or five-year-old kids decided to donate to the food bank and raised funds and dry goods and took it over to the food bank and, and dropped it off. And halfway through that month with the response and the fun that we were having with it, we knew we needed to continue it. And yeah, we're now into, into year five with it. And we're well over $72,000 that our guests have purchased burgers. And it's it's all because of them and the guest chefs and those different organizations and charities in our own backyard to be able to keep doing this. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm glad I'm glad you got to tell that story. You know, we all see the burger <laughs> of the month and have obviously know that there's a story behind it and that community minded mm-hmm. aspect to it. But that's a pretty cool story. And I guess we'll let the cat out of the bag. Oh dear is the guest chefs for the April burger of the month. And uh, I just got to ask too, when you talk about the blank piece of paper and the four or five-year-old kids <laughs> and getting to sit there and watch the four of us throw ideas out there. I should have given you was, guys crayons. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, uh, well, Dustin always has a, an emergency crayon pack in his car in case in case we go to a restaurant and we, we need to keep him busy. But maybe we'll let Ryan Lund talk about tr- attempt to describe what the burger of the month is and then you can, you can correct him in describing the burger of the month. I just want to jump in here because as you were talking about the kids developing their burgers and their, the mud and the ice cream, I have never seen Mr. Lund more happy. He just lit right up and, you know, talking about Chinese food on the burger, I can just tell he's got a lot of ideas right now. Yeah, so, yeah it's a good thing we picked our burger already. I yeah, yeah. So I, so I want to say, first off, it was a team effort when we came up with our burger. <laughs> I did have some input, as some of you can imagine, based on my <laughs> my eating habits. <laughs> um, but Riley, when you mentioned on how it got started on the these age four and age five kids coming up with, with ideas, that's kind of how I felt when I was coming up with ideas. Because I always like to had, try new food combinations, see yeah. what sticks, <laughs> see what tastes good. Uh, most of the time, it doesn't work, but sometimes you get it just right. And I think we nailed it with this burger of the month. I'm going to attempt to explain what we've created here. Uh, we wanted to have a real a real red deer themed burger. So we we have a an elk patty kind of playing off the the oh deer name. As well, we have some bacon jam which I didn't know existed until now. So thanks chef Ryan for adding that to the burger. Just to, to be, be clear, clear yeah. you're not chef Ryan. No, they clear, have yeah. an actual <laughs> chef <laughs> named Ryan. Let's make that clear. Not, but I but mean, that is how you would have signed your picture. Yeah, I mean that's 
That's just my online name, Chef Ryan. Next up, I'm really proud of this next idea. We have Doritos. Now, if anyone has, like, I'm pretty sure, I've never met one person that doesn't like Doritos. So it adds a real crunch, a real character to the burger. Then we also add some mac and cheese because, I mean, everyone who's grown up ever, gone to college, has had mac and cheese. I had mac and cheese last week and I still love it. <laughs> and then to top it off on top of the burger, we have a beer battered onion ring uh, and the beer and the batters provided by Trouble Monk's beer. I don't know how they do it, but it's it's a monster onion and <laughs> they just pour beer on top yeah. of it. <laughs> it, it. The presentation of this burger looks awesome. I mean, you're not going to hit any diet goals with this burger, but you're, you are going to love it. So if you're looking for gains, you might. Yeah. If you're trying to have gains. Games, you're yeah. gonna enjoy it so I'm, I'm pretty proud of what we've come up with and i don't know i don't know if i got all the ingredients no. right riley but yeah you hit you hit them all uh, that's uh pretty solid the other uh aspect is the troubled monk open road uh the brown barbecue sauce on there too so that you nice wanted work. to get put on yeah. and you forgot about it but yeah so as you can see it's a pretty local burger a lot of community support a lot of community businesses went into this and yeah hopefully hopefully we can encourage everyone to come get one or seven burgers uh in the month of <laughs> in the month of april and, and riley i think the the elk is locally sourced as well correct? yeah so it's from one of the farms that we've been working with from uh from day one that we opened the restaurant back in 2012 so big shout out to msw farms a, a local family farm just west to Pinoca that has elk, bison, and longhorn and have been an incredible supporter of us for several years. So it's awesome. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think it, it's the Rebel's Red Ale is the onion ring yep. batter, I think was, was the only thing you missed. So that's yeah, a great burger. $2 from every burger is going to go to uh, what we decided on a, for our charitable organization is called Heroes Hockey. They're actually right now, they're across Canada. They're set up in Calgary and Edmonton in Alberta. It's to help bring them to Red Deer. So their superheroes program actually is a, a once a week program for athletes with physical and cognitive disabilities. So we'll talk about it. The four of us will talk about it a bit more after this, but it's a really impressive program, really unique. There's not a lot out there and it's breaking down barriers for athletes who wouldn't normally get to play hockey. And it's an incredible organization. You're going to hear more from it from us. So just for everyone out there, that is who we're supporting. So uh, we really hope you come in, support cilantro and chive, get this burger with with $2 going to, to superheroes hockey. So Riley, you know, obviously huge thank you to you and your team for having us out to do the burger of the month. I think it's it's been a super fun process for us and, and obviously an accomplishment that Ted had on our list to, <laughs> to check that box is, is pretty cool three Number months one. in. Maybe explain for someone who hasn't been to cilantro and chive, thus far in Red Deer or, or maybe out to your restaurant in Lacombe, like maybe touch on your menu and, and your beer selection here because it is quite extensive and it has this great menu. Uh, yeah, we we definitely have a local focus from the craft beer. I, I think we're at about 125 to 130 craft beers. Uh, we've got 22 taps uh, here as well too. So 18 of those are our local beer focused as well as some uh, craft sodas, craft lemonade as well too from our friends at Snake Lake. And we really want to be able to to showcase and support those uh, the local producers and suppliers that we do have right in our own backyard. So from MSW to uh, Brown Things and Lamb to some of the local greenhouses that we work with as well, it's it's all a bit of a celebration of local. So we try and get as much local produce as we can throughout the year. Every three months, we swap out uh, a few menu items. So we're looking at our next menu uh, change happening April 6th with about uh, eight items coming off and nine or 10 going on. So we're always bringing on some new items and just having some fun and you're going to find some stuff that you won't find in any other place. You're not going to find a beef burger that's just got beef and cheese on it here. We're we're taking that comfort food and jacking it up to the next level. Perfect. And can I just say this patio is is <laughs> amazing. 
I know uh, I've, I've been here beforehand with, with previous owners and the patio hasn't really been utilized uh, as much as, as I'm sure they would have liked to. I know you've got big plans for the patio this summer and I, you and me were chatting earlier about the, the renos that were, that were made with these garage door style windows. Maybe just talk about if you have any big plans for, for this summer, assuming, assuming things kind of get back a little bit normal and we can kind of get out and meet friends at, at the restaurant. Yeah, we're definitely kind of at the mercy of COVID regulations and the government right now, but we just installed two garage doors on the patio here that uh, open up to the bar inside. So we're able to bring a little bit of outside inside and inside outside to have some fun with that. We've got some some patio lights that'll be going up. We've got a, a fire table here with some some couches and stuff as well too, some social tables and some individual tables. So we really want to just have some fun. At the end of the day, it's all about having a good time. And we've got some plans in the works for some cast nights out on the patio and whether we can have some live entertainment out here and just having a good time, letting the worries of the week kind of slip away and share some drinks and not physically, of course, but uh, <laughs> have some fun. I got to say, I, I think March 12th might be the earliest I've ever had a patio beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, so, is, this is awesome. It's, it's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, cheers to everyone yeah. for being on the patio. Yeah, yeah. cheers. This early. Did March uh, 12th fall on a Monday this year? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Monday morning. <laughs> so what, Riley, what I really like about the place too is, and just meeting you, really, we've only known you for about three hours total <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. We so could tell, you know, that, the restaurant, the setup in there, I know some of it's for COVID, but in general, yeah. it's really, you could tell it's an extension of your personality, which I think is really cool. And, you know, you got the doors in there and stuff. And I want to know what, what you went through to get all those doors. <laughs> Because I already know. I was hoping. I was. I was hoping this question yeah. was going to come up. Oh, where are we? Where are we posting this podcast? Uh, yeah, no. It. Uh, we we hit up a lot of rural farms, and uh, some of them were a little bit sketchier than others. Uh, but we definitely took a lot of old windows, old doors. Uh, we're up to, up in Edmonton, out east of Drumheller, south down to Pincher Creek and the Crow's Nest Pass and Lumbrick picking up doors and definitely wanting to try and create a bit of a unique atmosphere and definitely not using the plexiglass or the shower curtains and each business needs to do their own thing. And for us, that just didn't fit our mentality. We we wanted to make sure that we were really creating a welcoming place. And let's be real, COVID sucks. The, the world right now isn't where we'd like to be, but we're going to make the best of it and have some fun and try and take the cares away from from the stress of the world. So yeah, some of the farms, I was definitely checking <laughs> cell service going <laughs> going in and out of barns to yeah. try and find some windows, but... You drop a pin like to your wife, hey, this is where I am, yeah. <laughs> if you don't hear from me in two minutes, this is this is uh, crime scene zero, but uh, yeah, no, there was some really great, uh, great people that we met along the way trying to find some doors and some windows and yeah, we joked in the first stages that we were going to take all the doors and windows and have a bonfire in the parking lot when COVID was oh, over. But that'd be awesome. There's definitely some aspects that will stick around for a while. So, and what about the what, the penny wall or the penny along the bar? What what went into that? Because there's there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Again, we urge you to come in and and check it out too. You'll you'll notice it when you come in. Yeah. I think it's really cool. But there's got to be like more than Lund's piggy bank for sure. Yeah, I don't know how <laughs> long how long how long yeah. have you been saving? <laughs> well, I don't collect pennies, so yeah, it's more than I have my. Pi- <laughs> There's gotta be there's gotta be a million pennies out there, right? <laughs> uh, doing the math, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I didn't count them individually by any stretch. We did the rough math and figured we need about three hundred and sixty dollars worth of pennies for the bar. I think that was a little bit of an oversight, but we've got some pennies for location four, three, four. 
Three. So, and I, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but let's bring it up right now because, <laughs> you know, as we, talk, as we talk about the burger of the month and, and we came in last week and, and we saw the penny bar and thought this would be a pretty cool contest for the Odeer boys to count the pennies on the bar since you didn't know. If we're able to break the sales record, which I believe is around $2,600 to charity yeah. for the burger of the month, if Odeer is able to break that sales record, Ted's going to come in here and count every penny on that bar and we're going to run a social media contest and, and see if anyone can come anywhere close close to how many are on there. So Ted's offered up his time to do that and certainly appreciate it, but I don't envy him one bit. No. And you know, it goes back to the snow shoveling bet too. It's whatever I can do. <laughs> you know what? And, and you know, as much as I hate people paying attention to me and being in the spotlight, <laughs> I'll do it for this because it's for a great cause. Yeah. And Ted, I'll be, I'll be here too, eating the burger while oh, I watch yeah, you. No, I'll be here I watch you count He's going to be here on a Saturday watching sports, drinking eight beers and counting <laughs> yeah. pennies. Like it's not, it's not the, it's not the best. It won't be the worst, but again, I will put it out there. If we can, we can break that sales record. So it's like 1300 burgers. So <laughs> between the four of us, that only leaves like 200 for all the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> to, to go and eat anyway so it's not hard but I will do it and yeah and then then we'll do a, a fun giveaway on social media to see who can get the closest guess can hosts uh, guess yes you can guess can, you can't win can, oh okay <laughs> fair enough we're all gonna be sitting there drinking eight beers as well just well I'm gonna need you. a lot of people here that's a lot of fingers and toes <laughs> <laughs> this, this place we might have to wait till all, all regulations are gone because this place is we're gonna have to max it out in capacity here no there it is and good on Dustin for picking up on my on my lead there on that one. Usually he misses those cues. I can by, see uh, I can see your eyes through your sunglasses yeah. from this angle. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually perfect. Yeah. So yeah, no, like I said, I think the, the restaurant looks amazing and, and we've all had the chance to to dine here and that. And yeah, how, how have you found it so far? Just being in Red Deer, obviously we made the mistake of thinking we didn't need a reservation. And I'm guessing <laughs> even when there's no, no regulations and you can have more people in here, that's always going to be the case. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say, like, you guys have been, been swamped here obviously so far. The support has been phenomenal and we're, we're incredibly fortunate for that. And we want to continue that and have some fun and be able to give back in different ways. So yeah, we've got some pretty fun events. We've got a little bit of a private room up in the back. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to get back to a little bit more of the social atmosphere, social vibe here uh, coming up and be able to rent that out to people looking for some private rooms. But talking with the uh, RDC College and, and getting the, the Chef Apprentice program there out and doing some plated dinners and some local breweries doing some beer launches and a couple of... Uh, uh, distilleries have some whiskey launches coming down the pipe here this year too so hopefully we can get some whiskey tasting wine tasting beer launches and just genuinely have some fun I think one of the things I noticed, you know, the first time we met you and one of the cool things that from an outsider's view of the restaurant business, you, you think everyone's competing against each other. And, and and one thing we've really, you know, figured out from you and a few others in Red Deer, it's actually not true. You guys are trying to support each other, you, yourself, Brennan at Bose, Ryan at Famoso, I know Tribe, you guys got some cool stuff going on and, and maybe touch on how important it is to to be one with the whole restaurant industry whether that, rather than just competing against everyone. Oh man, I'm a chubby guy. I like food and I like <laughs> I like going out and checking out other places and having some good eats and some good drinks. So, I mean, when you talk about Brendan at Bose and and what they've done there, absolutely phenomenal people there and always so welcoming every time we stop in and Ryan at Famoso, we've had him as a guest chef in the past and can't get enough Cavaletti, so if, if you're ever <laughs> if you're ever looking for a way to my heart, a Cavaletti and a pint of Folding Mountain from uh from Famoso is, is right there. But yeah, we've got some fun stuff coming down the pipe and we're, we're working with 
a couple of local restaurants. So I think it's safe to say at this point, by the time this comes out, we're working with Famoso and Mr. Mike's. Uh, Wayne and Riley were just here not too long ago and uh, Tribe and Oakham's Razor and, and Bo's to, to kind of share some some fun with Epitaph and Troubled Monk coming up for the month of April where we're all putting a Epitaph cocktail on and we're going to have a pretty awesome giveaway at the end of the month and really encourage people no matter where they're going to just either go out, support their local establishments wherever they feel comfortable going and if they can get takeout or buy a gift card or even just leave a positive review on any of their, their favorite establishments. I mean, it's it's been a trying time for all of us and hopefully at the end of whatever the end of COVID is, is we can all come together a little bit more and just have some fun and celebrate what each individual place is doing and not necessarily look at each other's competition. And I think since you already gave the free ad, it is a good time to give a shout out to Ryan and Riley, the Bose, uh, Bose sound guys, you know, here doing the video, doing the mics for us, saving me a ton of time coming out, uh, you know, getting to try the burger with us too. So it's always a shout out to those two guys. Anytime they get to come out and, and have some fun with us, we really appreciate it. And just got to say on that note too, I think, you know, knowing that, I think why the four of us are so drawn to places like cilantro and chai or Bose is because obviously you're a business, you need to be successful, but you guys really are, you want Red Deer to be, to have a, a great, you know, food scene. You want it to be a food scene. So it's not just about your restaurant. It's about working together, building off each other. And I think that's, that's why we like guys like you so much. And I think that's why, why you guys are successful because everyone picks up on that. I appreciate that. I mean, the world is full of a lot of negativity and you're either yes or you're no, and it's, it's really kind of a less than favorable place to be. There's a lot of different great things going on in Red Deer and it's really easy to pick out the negative. It's a little more difficult to sometimes find the positive, but just want to be a bit of a positive voice across it. And that's, I mean, that's why we've got you guys here too. And I appreciate you guys being so receptive to the idea of doing a burger of the month. And yeah, it was a tough choice. <laughs> Boy, did we ever mull that one over. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's celebrate Red Deer, celebrate Central Alberta. There's so many great things going on that really don't get the limelight or the attention that they deserve. And Let's focus on those rather than the negative that is so easy to find and absolutely everything. That's funny. You said that to me on the phone when we were talking. I thought, oh my God, I wish I recorded that. There, <laughs> we, we got it. So that's perfect. <laughs> that's, and we know you mean it. It's I'm, obviously not like, because you've said it a lot. It's not because you've recited it. It's because you mean it and say it a lot. I'm thankful so. we didn't record that whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, believe me, I'm glad Ted doesn't record a lot of what I say. Too. <laughs> <laughs> we actually cut a lot of what you say that's recorded too. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Riley, do you have any advice to... Uh, uh, new people that want to get into the restaurant is industry or somebody that wants to start up a new uh, business in Red Deer here? Yeah, that's such a loaded question right there for sure. Um, in all honesty, no matter what you do, whether it is starting a restaurant, starting a business or working for somebody, just have fun. Do you and enjoy what you're doing. I mean, life sucks, work sucks. <laughs> it, it, it really does at the end of the day, but you can have some fun. And I, I really hope that a lot of our team has a lot of fun with what they're doing too. We, we don't necessarily hire for X cookie cutter mold. We hire for each personality and our staff is absolutely phenomenal. Every day they challenge me and push me on on what we're doing and why we're doing it and how we're doing it. And it really gives us a lot of inward reflection. But in all honesty, just be you. Do you. Find what you enjoy. That sounds like it could be on a t-shirt or something. Yeah. That's that's yeah. pretty good. Well, maybe that's throw on that a new, down. new staff t-shirt in the <laughs> yeah. back. Well, speaking of t-shirts, I got to say, your staff's <laughs> walking around with shirts going like a, with a, I forget what it, what the review was. Like, if you like <laughs> weird food, go here. One yeah. star from Ted. Yeah. And that is not me. <laughs> 
So after that, I'm going, the first thing I do is I'm going on Yelp or whatever it is and giving you a five-star review so that if you ever want to make different shirts, in, in do, contrast, do four and a half. Yeah, Nobody yeah. believes a, a five That's, star. Yeah. Do four and a half. Although, yeah. smart. There's <laughs> always room for Unless, improvement. Yeah, I don't know. Four and a half stars for me is like, okay, the food was good, but you gave me salmonella. <laughs> Otherwise, like, I'm not very picky with food. So five star review for me is pretty honest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a five star from you. I guess, <laughs> yeah. If that's the option. Yeah. You won't get salmonella here. Nope. <laughs> Ted, I know this is a podcast and everything, but if you can just take a peek through the garage door right now, there's the guy wearing the <laughs> Ted shirt right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least you've learned that it's a podcast. You know how much we had to cut of Dustin nodding to the camera instead of saying the word yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Ted's review was from way back in the day from Pinoca and uh, we've had some fun with Ted. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever met the guy? No, I haven't. But no? his wife liked uh, one of our posts the other day, a couple, couple weeks back about the t-shirts that said, if you like weird food, go here. And so we ended up having a good conversation with her on some private message and sent her off a, a t-shirt. But oh, we, awesome. haven't, we haven't seen Ted in a Ted t-shirt yet. So I'm not sure how it went, but... Uh, well, hopefully they'll give you two stars next time. Yeah. <laughs> we... Yeah, we are, uh, I don't know, I, we are weird food, I guess, to some people, and that's that's quite all right. We just do what we do. Well, our burger of the month's going to fit in Let's just fine. Let's find Ted. <laughs> Let's find Ted and make him eat this burger. Yeah. So I'm going to switch gears on you a little bit, me being the business guy. I'm just curious, you know, I just would like you to touch on a little bit about the SAIT program you went to. Yeah. And then how much of it was business versus you know, food related? And then how, how big was the learning curve? And what were some mistakes maybe you found learning the business side of things? Yeah, let's, I know uh, there's a lot. How how much time do we have to go into the mistakes here? Uh, yeah, no, the SAIT program was was really good. There was a lot of great chefs through that. Uh, definitely pushed me and a lot of challenges for sure. I definitely did not appreciate it at the time. I have a lot more appreciation for it now. But I uh, went out into the real world and uh, learned some skills and worked in a lot of places and learned some good traits and some traits that we won't do here but uh, <laughs> I also wasn't necessarily the best model employee at a, a lot of those by any stretch either but uh, was fortunate enough to go back to school and take the uh, hospitality and tourism program here at RDC before it moved to Olds and still have a really great relationship with those uh, instructors that have moved off to Olds and we had the Olds uh, tourism program here just earlier today and chatting with them about where we are and where we came from and it's really awesome to be able to give back and it's just my idea and my thoughts and feelings and hopefully a lot of them go on to different things but it uh it's definitely helped but we've made a whole lot of mistakes throughout our years but we've also took a whole lot of risks as well too and you have to absolutely and i'm sure you'll agree you never learn more than when you mess up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's it's been great i mean absolutely we've we've done some stuff that uh hasn't worked and we've done some stuff that has absolutely worked and we don't uh, sit there and dwell on our uh, mistakes by any stretch we shift gears and focus on what has worked and take some of it and learn with it and go can I make a prediction? Because I, I think I'm one for one with my predictions yeah. so far. <laughs> yeah, you are. My prediction for this summer is that this patio is going to be one of the one of the best patios in Red Deer. <laughs> oh um, yeah. So it's it's not really a hot take, but <laughs> yeah. I'm you, gonna I'm gonna keep my streak alive with that. Uh, and go for two for first. two. Yeah, oh. you can take that to the bank. Can I make a bold prediction that you're gonna order this burger and not get a salad? Because that's a, that's about the same. But no, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're gonna be right. On I think this. if you order a salad with this burger, you're just lying to yourself. Yeah. So that's why I said the double Big Mac, extra large fries, but and a Coke. No, 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 Diet 
Coke, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I appreciate the Sate shout out too, because I did. I went there too in the radio program and that yeah. culinary program. I think I ate lunch there because they, they do the, the lunch in yeah. the one cafeteria. I ate there a ton. So a lot of appreciation for that program. Yeah, it was. I had a lot of more fun than I probably should have. I took a lot of classes at uh, Local Lou's across the street. Yeah, it was uh, it was yeah. Sparty's back in the day. So a lot of overnighters. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've walked into Local Lou's a few times and tried to get served and <laughs> had to clear up from the night before before they would serve me. But, uh, yeah, no, it was good times. So, well, I guess one thing now, Walsh, good to touch on the, the business end of things, being a social media guy, you guys do social media so well and you have so much fun with it. I know you're part of it. How many people do you have running that to it? And how do you come up with that stuff? Because 20,000 followers for a restaurant <laughs> then from Lacombe is incredible. We're just under 20. So thanks for bringing yeah. that up. I, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate, appreciate that. I round job. it up. Yeah. I round it up for us. We're also 20,000 yeah. if I'm going to round up. Yeah. So yeah. how many accounts does your mom have? <laughs> uh, no, you, you'd think that there's 40 or 50 people on our social media aspect, but Jason Burns takes a really strong role in that and uh, really leads that uh, program and has done a phenomenal job in, in engaging and interacting. And I, I do a lot of uh, my best to respond to as many comments and engagements as well, too. But yeah, it's uh, our team takes a lot of pictures and again, just have, genuinely have some fun with it. And no different than anybody coming into our four walls. We want anybody interacting with us through social media to be able to have the same same engagement they would if they were coming in the door. That's what I like about it a lot too. I felt like, you know, the first time I was here, felt like I already knew everything about it, <laughs> about you guys and stuff. And going back now to Lacombe, I'm curious too, or we talk a lot about Red Deer on this yep. podcast, celebrate Red Deer, but really we should too be celebrating Central Alberta because Lacombe's a great place and you should get a badge or an award or something, I don't know, a Nobel Prize because Dustin Moore, when we say, hey, let's go for beers, he'll pick the place closest to his house. If we pick something that's more than five minutes away, either won't come or he'll complain or change it. I remember he's would be so excited to drive out to Lacombe. I mean, Caesar's like a meal. If anyone hasn't <laughs> had a Caesar's like a meal, it's in Red Deer now, so come and try it. But that was literally the reason I went out there. Their social media, I followed them and I saw a Caesar on top or a burger on top of a Caesar who can't drive out to Lacombe for that. So, and I will say, I'll drive anywhere for beers with anyone, but when it's you guys on the <laughs> out by Alex Alberta and Timberstone, it gets a little frustrating sometimes. That's not okay. You can't say you'll go anywhere for anyone, but oh, I don't want to go out to. It is ten minutes. <laughs> it's straight down the well, road. I can tell you what, Slatter and Chive is a lot closer. <laughs> yeah. so. Me and Dustin are going to ride our bikes here in ten minutes yeah. in the summer. <laughs> we already worked it out. Yeah, you never ride your bike over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fun fact on the Caesars that eat like a meal. We ended up being an American Airlines in-flight magazine. Oh wow! With, with our Caesar, yeah. Like we had no idea that we were in that magazine and we had to try and get our hands on that. And So did, it, did someone just send a picture in randomly and you just... Somebody sent a picture to a friend that was from Lacombe to Hans Doof and said, hey, Lacombe's in American Airlines in-flight magazine. <laughs> sent the picture to us and we had no idea that we were even there. So then it was a, a bit of a race to try and find one of those magazines that just got pulled from production the day before. And we ended up, uh, a friend of ours worked for WestJet and found a couple of those magazines but that page was ripped out on every single one that they found. So it was a bit of a fiasco. I think it was like six months later that we found one. It might have been in a recycle depot somewhere. But uh, yeah, it was, blew us away that uh, we were in there for sure. Red Deer's just got to become an international airport now. Yeah, that's you're 
step one to step, an international step airport. Yeah. Getting the international so, status. <laughs> the last question I'm going to ask is, how did it feel when we sat down with you and met you last week when Ryan Lund suggested that you should start putting <laughs> sliders on top of other things as so, a menu item? So I was thinking so, so. <laughs> of a slider on top of our burger of the month. But and then I found out after that they already this, the burger is on top of Caesars. So I guess you're one step ahead of me on that yeah, one. Yeah. You were uh, you're revolutionary. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. There was on a Red Deer buy and sell actually just a couple yesterday. Somebody posted a Caesar that had a I don't know Big Mac or something on there. It was a little little subpar, but uh, asked if there was anywhere in Red Deer to get it. And I think uh, I think that post is up to 170 some comments. And <laughs> everybody except for like five or six have commented cilantro and chive. Nobody's oh, you were one of those five or six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Man, cool I just idea. saw that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's really, it's really quite humbling that uh, people think of us in such high lights. So, <laughs> yeah, tell your mom and her six accounts that she's got. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, what's a burner account? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'll ask my uh, last question for you here, Riley. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, do you have a favorite beer right now, or a favorite meal that you like to have when oh. you're you're here? Favorite meal? I mean, the mac and cheese balls we've got on the menu right now are pretty clutch. Pop a little mac and cheese balls in your mouth and away you go. Yeah. yeah. In all honesty, and this is just not stereotypical by any stretch, but our menu is some of the solid best menu it's ever been. We've got a new menu launch coming out up April 6th as well, too. We're doing some samples just the other day, and it's solid. Pretty jacked for that. As far as beers go... I'm a I'm an equal opportunity kind of fellow. It just depends on my mood. Yeah. Some of the beers coming out of Central Alberta, absolutely phenomenal. We've got some really great breweries, really great beer in our own backyard, which is, I mean, it's it's always great to support local, but when that local is quality and and consistent it's even better so uh, i kind of plead the fifth on what's my favorite beer right now <laughs> but uh just uh, sipping on a little craft beer commonwealth uh, landlock ale right now and definitely enjoying that so well riley we'll, we'll let you go here because the sun is literally setting on this cats <laughs> out of the bag too it's, on it's, this friday, monday morning. it's friday afternoon it's uh we we just did that as a little bit of a joke. Yeah, I hope we're it not worked. we're not that hardcore alcoholics. No, I think everyone believed us too. <laughs> right? yeah, when we drink on Monday morning at ten a.m., it's only at the farmers market. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> we're more of indoor mo- Monday morning drinkers and outdoor <laughs> Friday afternoon drinkers. But Riley, thank you so much for having us. You know, we we honestly we're so honored to be a part of the Burger of the Month. It's it's a lot of fun. It's for a great cause, and we got to have a lot of fun doing it. And the burgers we got to taste today and that, like, I mean, I'm not gonna have to eat until dinner tomorrow. In which case, I'm just <laughs> going to come back here anyways <laughs> but you know, we really appreciate it we're so happy to see you guys have the success in red deer and add to that the success you're having in lacombe and you know, we appreciate it's only been a couple months for you and you're already a huge part of the red deer community so so thank you for that and, and of course thanks for having us and get used to these faces because you're gonna <laughs> i predict we're gonna be here a lot this summer <laughs> well thank you i appreciate you guys coming out and appreciate having some fun and again let's just continue having a good time and uh in red deer in central alberta there's so much to celebrate and yeah i mean we knew it was going to be fun, but uh, sitting out here today, I'm jacked. A huge thank you again to Riley Kay and everyone at Cilantro and Chive. Again, another, we we just only met him a couple weeks ago through this Burger of the Month thing. And I think uh, it's going to be pretty fun. And the day this podcast comes out is the same day that the burger is going to be available. So go get it. You know what, Lund put a lot of thought into it. 
<laughs> and it is it is like Ryan Lund. It's not much to look at. It's full of mac and cheese and Doritos. I feel like it was a team effort, guys. And if you, hey, if, when this thing breaks all the records, I'll take all the credit. But if you guys want to share some of the credit, like you're going to have to stamp your name of approval yeah. on the burger. <laughs> I'll, I'll take some credit. And okay, good. I, you know, I didn't have a whole lot to do with it. But I think one funny story we got to share, and I don't remember if we did it in the interview or not, but Ted, I remember he, he reached out to me and said, Slatro and Chive reached out. And, and I think we did it in the interview. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I'm a pretty plain food guy. I get made fun of a lot by you guys and you and eat like four I'll, French fries and you're done. Well, no, it's not that. It's it's that I just order chicken fingers and fries <laughs> and people think that's weird. Like it's on the menu. Anyways, <laughs> my, my 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 food box is small, but I'm trying to get out of it. <laughs> when you said food box, I just pictured your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Our food box is always full. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, your guys is always empty. Where I'm going with that is they gave us three options. And like one was literally barbecue sauce and a patty and some good cheese. And it tasted phenomenal. The one that we picked and we did all settle on it and it was my number one pick. Yeah, it's a little out of the box, but it is delicious. And so what I'm trying to say is we had three delicious hamburgers. I think any three, anyone would love. And the one we picked is weird and it tastes the best. It so was the most go delicious. try it. It's the most like us, I think. It, yeah. You know, it's it's outside the box. It's weird, but on the inside, it's okay. So I see. No, I feel like when you're when you're ordering the burger of the month, it should be outside the box. It yeah. should be something that you don't regularly order. It should be something that you're like, huh? I would like to try that. I would like to try mac and cheese and Doritos on my burger, and I freaking loved it. I mean, I I like those. I like mac and cheese. I like Doritos. I like barbecue sauce. I like onion rings. I mean, what's not to like about this burger? I, I'm pretty confident we're gonna break some records here. Yeah, and I gotta ask too for you guys. I've had it before. For it, it was my idea. What did you think of the elk patty? Because obviously we wanted to go outside the box with the deer theme. And for me, it's it's a little less greasy than beef. And that's kind of a mind over matter thing to me. I think it went with it great. It, it has a little bit different taste and I think was was a, a great addition to it. Yeah, I'm the probably, you know, me and Kev are probably the pickiest eaters of the group here. And I had a billet when I was playing hockey in Olds who was uh, a big hunter and, and cooked a lot of wild game and stuff. And I remember he used to just trick me into eating deer sausage and elk sausage and, and all that stuff. So I didn't really know I was eating it. And it was really good. And I just feel like for me, it's a mind thing. And I went into that whole burger thing with Riley and with an open, open mind, I was ready to, you know, the old deer and the elk just makes a hundred percent total sense for me. And try it out. I, I think two of the three were elk patties and I really enjoyed it. I didn't really notice a whole lot of difference between that and the beef. And I know you said, and I don't remember if we did this in the interview or not, but uh, you can substitute with a with a beef patty if you if you aren't interested in the elk. So it, it was good though. Like I'm I'm a picky eater and I, I didn't really notice a difference. The mac and cheese and the Doritos and the, you know, the troubled monk tie and all that stuff in there with the sauces and the onion ring. It you don't taste a whole lot of the elk, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I like beforehand, I, I really honestly wasn't a big elk fan, but trying them back to back, the beef burger and then the elk burger, you really couldn't taste that much of a difference between the two. And Dustin's right, those other those other ingredients really, really capture your attention, really, yeah. really hit your taste buds first anyway, so. Yeah, and Dustin nailed it. If you want a, a beef patty or a different patty, they said you can ask for it because at the end of the day, this is, it's for charity, $2 from every burger going to the superheroes program. And I got to thank you three guys for, you know, we, we all kind of brought our charities forward and talked about it. And we went with superheroes, which is the one that I brought forward and really means a lot to me. And I didn't want to talk about it too much in Riley's interview, but it's an incredible program. And, you know, they're really working hard to come to Red Deer. And, you know, yeah, we raise a thousand, two thousand bucks, anything like that really, really helps them bring that program to, to Red Deer and the awareness of it as well. I don't think a lot of people know that these programs exist where, you know, there are a lot of, a lot of athletes out there with cognitive and physical disabilities that there's nowhere for them to play. And then in turn, too, those are 
some families that don't get to be hockey families or only part of their family gets to be a hockey family. And I know uh, we're going to try and get an interview with Kevin Hodgson, talk to him a bit and, and share a bit more about it because I can't do it justice. But it's an incredible program. And I think to, to have that in Red Deer and for us to be able to help be a part of bringing that to Red Deer is huge. So I, I really appreciate it. It's a, a organization that's really close to my heart and they they do some amazing work. Ted, are you uh, are you able to tell us, like, do you know what the money will be going towards? To, to help them bring it to Red Deer? Yeah, it's it's ice time, you know, it's it's jerseys, it's equipment, it's it's all of that type of stuff, you know, because ice time's the biggest one because not only do they need weekly ice time, they need weekly ice time at the same time every week with, with hopefully the same volunteers as well because they're trying to really make it a, a routine for these athletes. They have their funding, but Heroes Hockey too is, it's not just superheroes, they have the, the hockey as well for at-risk and low-income youth and they're across Canada. So they're a big program. And I think, uh, you know, the, the money is huge. Again, you know, the jerseys, the equipment, the ice time. And I think even more than this, just being able, especially with the platform that Cilantro and Chive has, to be able to, to spread more awareness for this program is incredible. Because I know families right now are driving to, you know, two, three hours a week to Calgary or Edmonton or, or wherever to be a part of this ice time because it's so incredible. So now kind of bringing something centralized. And I think that's huge. Ted, like awesome that you brought that forward. Slam dunk from the rest of us to go with that I think you know as we look back through a COVID year and, and think about you know all the people who have been off hockey or off sports for for the entire season and you think about the detriment that it's been to them you never really think about the players who aren't able to or have the physical disabilities or cognitive abilities to to play the sport and and maybe low income or you know not in the shape to play hockey and you know we've never really thought about that gener or that group before superheroes and heroes hockey did and and for them if you never had a, a kid who was disabled or or in that position you never really would have thought about it and you know for so for superheroes and kevin hodgson and to bring this to red deer i think it would be huge for our community and and to get that uh, group on the ice and engaged with some friends and and really those families who didn't think they were going to be able to have a hockey player as a son or a daughter or you know get them on the ice would be huge so cheers for you to bring that forward are they uh, are they planning on bringing this to red deer within the next year or, or a few years or is that still up in the yeah, air so the, the plan is like this september again you know they're right now i know i think hopefully i don't don't speak out of turn too much on this. No, they're just working on nailing down ice. But, you know, I talked to Kevin, brought it up. I said, hey, you know, you did mention trying to bring it to Red Deer. And, you know, knowing everyone that we know we're involved with the Optimist Club, you know, all these various places we can pull from for support from. I said, hey, like, can we help? Is there any way we can help? And then he called me and said, look, you got the ball rolling. We're working on this. We're doing it. So September is the goal. And I think doing this uh, between the the money we can help raise and, and awareness for it, because they do need, to, you know, people to know about this and people to volunteer. I think that's going to go, go a really long way and I think it's amazing opportunity for us to to get to be even a small part of that like we're obviously you know what Kevin does is incredible and I, I can't wait to you know for everyone to hear from him about it because I can't do it justice so yeah no I know for the four of us in different ways hockey has given us a ton so it, it just seemed like a, a pretty fitting tie for us there so, and as always, we're going to move in and talk about O-Beer, which is sponsored by our friends at Doortender. And first time we got to record O-Beer in studio in front of a green screen, it uh, it went. It's, uh, you know what, it got a little off the rails. It was pretty fun doing it in person. So, we were talking about Banded Peak out of Calgary and we got their variety pack. And as always, just uh, we'll see if we can do the 30 second thing this time, 30 second, 45 seconds, and just tell us what you're drinking and what people can go to YouTube to learn more about. Okay, yeah, I'm drinking the Chinook Saison. It's the farmhouse 
Coast Ale out of Banded Peak. Dry, rustic, and spicy. Scared me a little bit off the hop. Wasn't sure what I was getting into with the spicy thing, but it's a Belgian beer and it's it's really got orange hints in it and it was really tasty. I drank all 473 milliliters of it. Only 4.5% with the 25 international binner units, so really tasty. I enjoyed it. I have the Southern Aspect India Pale Ale. The what, what kind of aspect? Southern. Do I say that weird? I don't know. Or do I? I say Southern. Who says it weird? Me or Walsh? I don't know if I normally I say it. It's because I I'm reading so. it. I heard Southern and Southern. I think they're both acceptable. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just, I was curious if I was saying it wrong. I'm just, I'm trying to learn. It's different dialects. Yeah. This doesn't count for your 45 seconds. It okay. counts towards mine. Yeah. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's a lighter tasting beer, very easy drinking. I say that about every beer, so maybe that's an issue, but, <laughs> a, a little dry, which it's not too dry. I, I'm not a super big fan of dry beers, so it, it's pretty good that way. Um, it's got some wolves on the can, which are nice. Uh, and it's 7.1%, which I was surprised to learn after I drank all of it. So that was a nice surprise. Uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm drinking the, <laughs> I drank the <laughs> Plains Breaker hopped wheat ale um this is fantastic it's if you've ever wanted like a a hip-hop party in your mouth just people dancing away on your tongue have this beer it's unfiltered tropical and pale i don't think i need to say anymore what song would you listen to uh probably party in the usa by miley cyrus that's not a hip-hop song (laughs) i was thinking miss miss jackson sorry miss jackson beers are for real oh that I didn't like any of that. I can't believe you talked about a hip hop song in your mouth yeah. and you picked Miley Cyrus. There's, and hey, she talks about hip hop songs in it. It's true, but don't get me wrong. Like, How, I love that song. What type of song is it then if it's not hip hop? It's not country. Pop. It's not rap. No, you said it was hip hop, didn't you? It's top 40. Yeah. So pop. pick a hip hop song. So I'm drinking the Summit Seeker Amber Indian Pale Ale or IPA for, you know, the beer drinker on the go. You don't have time to say the full thing. And the first thing this says, this is a beer that embodies adventure. Well, I don't. You know, this beer does not make me want to go hiking, but it makes me want to drink another one. Uh, it's a good beer, not a big IPA guy, but again, it's got uh, pine and citrus in it and it's, it's a little bit lighter. I'm going to also steal easy drinking. It doesn't hit you too hard when you take that first sip. So yeah, you can get the, uh, the Banded Peak Brewing four pack or I guess it's an eight pack, but there's the, the four different beers in it from Doortender. As always, if you haven't yet, use Deer D-E-E-R for $5 off. And we got to thank Doortender too, because not only did they get to deliver to the studio for the first time, but they sent a bottle of champagne too. And I thought that was pretty nice. That was a nice way to, to kick things off. Yeah, you're welcome, Brennan, for making a mess in the Bose studio. Thanks, Doortender. So again, as always, thanks to, to Doortender for, for their support. And yeah, head to YouTube, check out Banded Peak uh, on Beer, And yeah, just like always, it's going to be what it is and gets a little off the rails. So with that, we're moving on again, you know, uh, another segment that, that I like a lot is, is talking about Red Deer. And we're going to do it a little different this time with the Tourism Red Deer Spotlight because we're actually going to talk about Tourism Red Deer itself. You know, it, it may be something we should have done a, a little sooner. And I know for us getting to be involved with them and seeing, you know, with Rene Rondo coming in as the new director of uh, Red Deer Tourism, he's doing some uh, amazing stuff and, and really trying hard to, again, spotlight Red Deer, just like what we're talking about. And I know for us, uh, first we'll talk about, we all got to 
kind of have a fun experience last weekend because they're out there uh, doing some photo shoots and, and stuff and, and trying to highlight red deer. And, you know, we, we all had a little bit different experience, but we all had fun doing it. Man, yeah, I think it's so cool what Renee's doing. He's, he's come in and he in a tough time with COVID and, and tourism industries obviously taking a huge hit with, with this pandemic. And he's really trying to do a lot of different things and really showcase the businesses that are members of Tourism Red Deer and really showing the benefits of what that could provide for those businesses. And just to be able to help out from our side of it, to, to give back to what they're helping us with in generating some, some more content for this podcast. So it was awesome. Me and Walsh got to go to the Holiday Inn uh, on Gasoline Alley. Um, for those of you in Calgary and Edmonton who think Red Deer is just Gasoline Alley, it was the one right there. Uh, <laughs> awesome water slide, great pool. You know, we had it booked off to ourselves and, and, and the kids got to enjoy a pool, which is out of the ordinary for what we've seen in the last six months here. And uh, got to do a show to, photo shoot with uh, Joe and, and Dina, I think. Uh, they were awesome. They did took a lot of pictures. I remember my wife afterwards said to me, well, can we get those pictures? I said, I'm sure Renee will give us some like for helping them out. And hint, it was hint. like, it yeah. was like a free photo shoot for us. So it was perfect. So thanks Renee. But uh, no, it was awesome. It, you know, you got to meet the the hotel owners there and, and we even talked about uh, renting a room here in Red Deer just to have access to the pool and, and promote tourism. So I really appreciated him having us out and, and getting that experience and my first modeling experience. And I don't think I'll ever have another one. Yeah. You look great. I do have to say, we've mentioned before on prior podcasts about Dustin basically being like Peter Pan and never growing up. So I know you guys have seen this on some other golf trips, but of course, Dustin decided to, I'm going to climb up the water slide. Oh yeah. Every time. Yeah. yeah. Every time. And and every time I'm amazed that he makes it. He's pretty slow. I did, I used to think he was fast. And so my six-year-old, Brooke, she, she saw him and she's like, what is Dustin doing? I said, yeah, he's he's climbing up there. And she said, can I? I said, no, yeah, go, go for it. Well, she... F- she just flew right up there. Like you are slow. Yeah. She flew up and then we came down. Obviously she got a little scared because I told her I was coming down the slide. (laughs) So she flew out and I said, Brooke, where'd you go? And and all of a sudden we get to the bottom and his, his younger daughter, I think she's, is she four now? Yeah. She comes up to me and goes, quit breaking the rules, Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think size has to be a factor there too. You know, Brooke is small and you, I I just imagine you in a water slide, like Augustus Gloop and Charlie in the chocolate factory when he gets stuck in that pipe. Oh, that's harsh. (laughs) That is harsh. (laughs) I made it out of the water slide every time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think of you just like Michael Phelps of the water slides. That's your jam, man. I love it. Like in university hockey, I was pumped when we went to stay at hotels. Yeah, that, I think that's the reason why you played hockey is so you can go to the hotels <laughs> to, to go down the water slide. And that's why he joined this podcast is he knew eventually it would lead to a water slide. And London and I had a little bit different modeling experience. We, again, you got to go back to the farmer's market and we were kind of more like the, you know, what they were looking at there is they had some families, they had, uh, you know, a, a couple of ladies were there and they had us and they had all these things in mind for us. Uh, you know, Renee said, yeah, we could go shop here, shop here, that <laughs> the photographer and videographer looked at us like, hey, you guys just sit at that bar and face the other way and we'll film these ladies drinking beer with you behind them. And that was our big modeling <laughs> debut. I think I, I, I have no, a my hands. We got some hand pictures too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I have a different uh, recollection of it. They wanted to do all this stuff with us with all the, at the in front of the, all these different shops but they started with us at the bar and i think we nailed the photos so good they said you know what you guys can't do any better than that so we're gonna end it right there that protects our feelings a lot more so yeah, yeah let's go with let's go with your yeah, story so right? I, I feel like we're gonna be available for future modeling gigs so if anyone's yeah. listening i'm 
my schedule is pretty wide open right now. Yeah. And I think so to, to go on that point with tourism, Red Deer, you know, the Holiday and Gasoline Alley Farmers Market, those are, they're all members of, of Red Deer Tourism. And I think we've mentioned it before. And the members thing is is huge, a huge asset for businesses out there um, if you're in the tourism industry. So, you know, when you're a member too, then Tourism Red Deer is looking after you more, you know, doing some extra marketing for you, really making sure that you can be a successful business. And in turn, right, it, it just highlights Red Deer even more. So, if you are obviously a lot of business owners listening to this podcast, it's something to definitely look into. I know Bose is Bose is a, a member as well, a friend of tourism, as is Cilantro and Chive now. You know, and there's a lot of them. You can go to visitreddeer.com and uh, you know see all the the members and stuff as well. But it, you know, if you're looking at that and you're in the tourism industry, I think is a, a huge opportunity there. And another thing, if you're not, there's still advertising opportunities as well for your business with that too. So there's really just a ton of ways that that they're helping out our our city and. and and all the businesses inside of it. You know, I think he he's nailing it on the head with what he's doing with the membership and stuff. And, and I think there's certainly a lot of good things to be a part of Tourism Red Deer. And, you know, as we get older and, you know, you guys call me Peter Pan and stuff, but, you know, when I'm 18 to 25, call it, and you're, and you're going to different cities and you're staying in hotels, you're just looking for bars that are around your hotels and you don't really care what you're doing. Now that you have families and friends and you're going on, you know, trips with, with different people, you want to look at those websites and see, hey, what's good to eat? You know, you're going to the to the reviews and seeing what's good and what's really you want to see in the in the city you're going. So, you know, something I never did before but have now started doing is is looking into stuff before I go to places. And, you know, when we get back to some normalcy, it's, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be, you know, driven to this traffic of what Renee's doing and and those businesses are going to start to see some, uh, some people coming to show some love. When when you talk about the website too, again, visit reddeer.com and you go things to do, you know, there's there's three different things that they're really focused on mostly is food tourism, outdoor recreation, and then cultural heritage and arts tourism. So when you click on things to do, there's the drop down and, you know, it's not just their members on there either. You know, when I'm looking at it, there is, it's everything, like anything you can imagine doing Red Deer and area, which again, yeah, when you're younger, even now, probably before we, we got into this with Tourism Red Deer, you don't really take advantage of that enough. And you're just looking for somewhere to eat, somewhere to go, something to do with the kids. I think it's a great resource for that as well. So yeah, and we we really appreciate all the opportunities we've already had with Tourism Red Deer and, you know, wanted to give them a shout out and Rene a shout out for what he's doing. And I think the biggest thing too, you know, to end on with this is it's really important. This isn't just for people coming to visit Red Deer. It's for us too, because you forget sometimes that these things exist or you don't even, right? When we went to the tube park, it's almost like, okay, why, why haven't we done this sooner? Those type of things. And then in turn, when people come visit us, hopefully when, you know, it, which is sooner than later, then we know all the spots to take them, right? And, and the biggest thing too is, I think his goal is to make Red Deer more than just a pit stop between Calgary and Edmonton, right? Stop, spend the day, spend the night, anything like that. So again, uh, yeah, hats off to Rene and Tourism Red Deer. I know we've had a ton of fun already working with them and just thought we'd give them a, a little bit of a shout out too for what they're doing for our community. I guess if we're going to give one last shout out, I will say like me and Walsh were in some pretty sweet hotel rooms. Like and his family was in the honeymoon suite with three kids. I don't think you see that too often, but, and then uh, me and my wife and our daughter were jumping on beds in, in this huge suite with uh it had one room with the tv one room with a king bed and the other room had some uh bunk beds in there i believe so it was awesome like to just go in there and jump on beds but your kids are going to be so disappointed when you go <laughs> stay in a normal in a normal size hotel room from now on oh 
the bar is set way too high for yeah, your kids. Bunk beds and different rooms and water slides. Yeah, we're in trouble. Well, I think Dustin's going to be the one who's disappointed if when he just stays in it, right? He'll get over it, though. So again, yeah, make sure you check out visitreddeer.com all the time for things to do. And, and also, you know, there's always great deals popping up as well with those members. So whether you're looking for something to do or maybe your business looking to be a member, go on there. They're getting new members every day and growing and growing. And yeah, stay tuned to our social media, of course, because we're going to keep going out there. And Lund, what are we going to do? Rediscover Red Deer. And also explore Red Deer's backyard. So yeah, I think a great opportunity now for hopefully someone to learn something from that. And we're going to learn something now. We're going to move into Walsh's Wisdom. And again, excited to announce another new community partner in this one. Walsh's Wisdom is brought to you by DNA Plumbing, proudly serving Sylvan Lake and Central Alberta with 24-7 service. Visit them at dnaplumbing.ca. And of course, again, some people there pretty close to us, you know, big shout out to Mike Dempster for coming forward. And, and really, he approached us about it again and a great service. You know, I've, I've known them for a little while too and that's important. I think, uh, you know, plumbing, I know Dustin, you have no idea how to fix a toilet or, or anything like that. And I like them because they're huge in Sylvan Lake, especially, but uh, around central Alberta as well. So thank you to them for coming on. And you know what? I, hopefully Walsh's wisdom doesn't go in the toilet here, but. Mike Dempster, me and him, we moved to old, well, we played, I guess, minor hockey together. We were line mates growing up and obviously he's a huge community guy. He just brought back the Red Deer Rustlers two years ago. So, and we all got to be a part of that, which is pretty cool. But in regards to story to Mike. This is a pretty hilarious story. I, I remember being at my billets because me and him lived together and we we were drinking one night. We were having some beers and probably had a couple too many. And I remember Mike had the Motorola Crazer. Like you remember that phone? The, well, I remember the Razor. Or the Razor, the Crazer, whatever it was. And and I remember Mike was was texting on his phone all night and he was pissing me off and we were playing video games and drinking and we were, he went to the bathroom or something. I was like, I'm going to get him. I put a, his Mo- Motorola Crazer in a, in a cassette, in a cassette player and I closed it up. It fit perfectly. And He'll laugh at this story, but the next morning I, I had way too many and I woke up and, and Mike goes, where's my phone? And I could not remember for the life of me putting in this cassette player. And it took us, I, I want to say a day, two, maybe like we looked everywhere in that basement and finally he popped open this cassette player and there it was, the Motorola Crazer. So that's that's my funny Mike Dempster story. But seriously, in, in all honesty, Mike and me have, have been good friends and uh, hockey buddies for a long time and huge community guy with DNA plumbing, really knowledgeable. So if you ever have a need for plumbing and you don't know who to call DNA is the one to call for sure and I guess quickly shout out to Brandy Angle Twit as well as there and comes to everything every event we hold you know the the ladies gala everything like lots of great support there and I think that that story brought us down a bit so Walsh bring us back up hit us with some Walsh's wisdom yeah so uh, this episode releases on April 1st so you know what that means it's tax time woof it's only tax time if you file them that's true that's true Disclaimer, you should always file your taxes. So just want to let everyone know, I am a chartered accountant by trade, so I am authorized to give these tips. Uh, Even though I'm no longer in public practice, I have prepared thousands of tax returns. So I've seen uh, a lot of different situations and just wanted to give some some high level tips uh, and some discussion around, you know, tax credits and deductions. And I'm not going to get too technical, so please don't turn it off right now. This is not a boring tax talk, but hopefully it helps somebody with something. I give my taxes to Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hit us, hit us with some knowledge, Walsh. 
Okay, so Walsh, to start off, you talk about a tax credit versus a tax deduction. What is the difference? Yeah, so there there are two different mechanisms, but essentially think about if your income was $10,000. I'm just going to use really easy numbers. Yeah, I'll make believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Tax deduction is something that goes against your income. So you make $10,000, you have a tax deduction of $2,000, you have $8,000 of taxable income. That's what you're taxed on. They apply your tax rate to that number. A tax credit goes right against tax owing. So at the end of the year, you owe five grand a tax, but for whatever reason, you get a tax credit of $2,000. Now you only owe $3,000 of tax. So a tax credit is better, but they're limited. And most of the common ones are around a disability tax credit or old age caregivers, that sort of thing. So just wanted to make that clear because it is a common, uh, I guess, area of confusion for people. How can you screw over the CRA? Like, let's get to the good stuff, Walsh. Like, what can I do this year to pay less tax? Make less money. Oh, I'm golden. So no, really, like we won't frame it as screw the CRA, but right. but what are the ways or like and things that maybe people don't know? Like those. There's some tricks of the trade, so yeah. I don't have to pay as much to to Justin. I feel like that's a that's an honest question. That's yeah. the number one question. Like, how do I pay less tax? What's the gray area I can kind of kind of get around with? Well, I feel like the easiest way to pay less tax is to not pay your taxes. And that's called tax evasion, Ted, and you can pay a fine for that or go to jail. One of the two. Well, so it's, it's up to you. Sounds like Ted answered your question so 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 how can I legally pay less tax <laughs> all right so I'm gonna just talk about a couple random things uh, that I've seen over the years that are just common items that uh, might attract attention or might be included on your tax return so first one not necessarily something that might save you tax it, it, it could but determining if you're common law or not so for tax purposes if you live together with someone in a conjugal relationship oh, oh shoot, oh, yeah, shoot yeah. <laughs> I had to throw that in there for clarification on this Yeah, podcast. we just decided to be friends. Yeah, so I laughed. I don't even know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, if you've lived together for more than 12 months with your, you know, partner or, or significant other, for tax purposes, you are deemed to be common law. Honestly, this doesn't really change much. I've seen clients over the years freak out about having to say this, and it really doesn't change anything unless one of the partners or spouses or whatever uh, makes less than $10,000 or $11,000 a year. So there are some tax credits available for that if they do make that low amount of money, but otherwise common law, not a big deal. You might want to check in with our friend Louis from Warren Sinclair, because I think from a legal perspective, I think you're deemed to be common law after six months. So uh, maybe Louis can clarify that for us. Moving expenses, this is always a big one. So generally you have to move 40 kilometers from your previous residence for either work or school. And how they check that is what income did you earn at your new job when you moved or you report a tuition slip for going to U of A or U of C and now you live in Calgary. But some common ones there, like most of the ones we see are around just simply the cost of your moving truck and then how far you're moving. So there's a lot of different ways that CRA will let you calculate it. You can collect all your gas receipts, but honestly, mostly you're going to get a bigger write-off or a bigger uh, tax deduction if you just calculate the number of kilometers that you drove for your trip. So uh, a quick Google Maps will help you with that. But honestly, that's something your accountant would do. It's more about just saving all your receipts. Even if, you know, I, I would always save all my gas, all my meal receipts, hand them in, and then the accountant should pick which is which method is going to get you the bigger deduction. So keep your meal receipts as well, but by CRA standards, you get 50 bucks a day 
roughly when you move. So uh, that's one. I think that's a great tip because, you know, it's probably seven years now when I moved from Lethbridge and, and I did have the storage and the, the moving truck and all that, but I would have never saved meal receipts and I did not. So a great tip from Mr. Walsh there. So, and yeah, you bring up a good point. There's a lot of different moving expenses you can claim depending on if you owned a house at your old place or there's a lot of stuff, but those are kind of the common ones. So medical expenses, again, a very complex area. There is a ton. One of the few things that CRA does good is uh, they have a really exhaustive list on their website about different medical expenses you can claim. And there is a ton of stuff on there. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. So I have a quick quick question on the medical expenses. Do they give any tax credits on appendixes when those get removed? Because I think mine got removed in 2020. Did you pay anything for that? No. (laughs) Healthcare in Canada, baby. So you just want money for your I was just wondering if that was maybe a medical expense. But you didn't pay any expense. That's like, you're going to have to sell your appendix on the black market to earn money. Yeah. You can't get it from That would not qualify. No. Okay. Just a question. I'm going to put you on the spot a bit too. And I think in 2020 is a little different with everyone working from home. Is there the opportunity to, if you're working from home to kind of claim whether it's rent, you know, mortgage, anything like that as an expense or, or any of those kind of COVID working from home related expenses? Yeah. So there is a new working from home tax credit. Uh, I'm not super familiar with this one yet because it, as we're recording, it's still March. So I haven't looked at any tax returns yet, even though I do have to do a few. Yeah. Dustin's. I know tomorrow morning he's going to be texting me at 9 a.m. saying, did you do my taxes yet? You don't have to go through all his meal receipts, do you? Because you probably should have started in December. No, they're all ineligible, so I just throw them in the garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, if you had to work from home for at least four consecutive weeks, I believe, basically you get two bucks a day is what they're going to give you, (laughs) uh, up to a maximum of $400. So I do know that Dustin randomly texted me the other day and said, hey, this is my work from home days. So my my last last question on this, because I'm sure everyone's super thrilled talking about taxes. Can I avoid an audit or what should I do to protect myself from an audit? So I think it's popular belief that CRA, like anytime anyone gets an audit, they think CRA is coming for me. Like somehow they they found me out and they're targeting me specifically. The large majority of personal tax audits are completely random or every year they kind of set different thresholds or different areas where like, hey, if someone claims over $1,000 of donations, it's just an automatic audit. So there's a lot of different rules around that that they set internally on how they're going to pick. So when you are dealing with CRA, I would recommend, and as hard as it might be, Be nice, be polite with them. Most of the agents aren't, you know, this is probably not their first job that they wanted to pick. Maybe not, you know, they're they're not all chartered accountants or even trained in accounting. Um, maybe have a business degree or, or some other education, but just be polite, work with them. It can get frustrating, it can drag on, but most of the time it goes pretty smooth as long as you act respectful. It's kind of the old <laughs> adage, right? You treat others how you want to be treated. So the golden rule. Actually, Dustin and I learned something interesting lately real quick. If you follow the platinum rule is treat others how they want to be treated. And so I do think that's a great, you know, it's not really tax related, but it is great something to bring up because it's frustrating and it's easy to get mad at the person on the other end of the phone. And yeah, they're, they're just people too. And it's probably not their fault. So, and so most of the time, a lot of them are, is, Hey, you claim donations, send us the receipts, right? That's, that's an easy, you can upload it right on the website. Uh, it, it's pretty quick and simple. So, all right. Well, that's, you know, uh, I know you joke that your taxes can be kind of boring. I found that actually pretty interesting. And I think before we move in to deer call, 
we, we really want to introduce our new friend here. We've got Spin Diesel. We're, we're going to christen him. Obviously, we're, we're going to use him for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're calling it a him. We're going to christen him. Yeah, so <laughs> we, we talked about things and we kind of came up with this shot. You know what? Adequate vodka. You don't even know that you're you're kind of a, a presenting this here, but we mixed some adequate vodka, a little bit of the Troubled Monk root beer and made a shot called Spin Diesel because that's kind of what it looks like and it, it gets you going. So we're all, uh, you know what? And Ryan and Riley are, are going to join us here and uh yeah cheers to spin diesel and and many the many life decisions he's gonna make for us cheers cheers fellas oh spin it's not bad the root beer cuts it a little bit i bet you a car could get going off this stuff yeah like i bet you could fire up a like i'm thinking like a 19 a 1991 nissan Sentra. yeah okay yeah well it's a good (laughs) thing we called it that then because there it is so now we are going in to deer call no, oh. that was a bird. Yeah, that was that was one of the worst ones. You guys are always disappointed, but when you hear the actual deer call, I'm pretty close like most of the time. Yeah, not that time. Yeah, listen back to it. Deer call is brought to you by Andrew Russell and Associates, Central Alberta's number one real estate team. Proudly invested in the Central Alberta community. Visit them at andrewrussell.ca. And tell them Lundy sent you. So we've got no responses on our, our move request. You know, like, I don't think so yet, but I will say in, in it's going to happen. But talking to Andrew today, he was saying, I think we can all see like the real estate market. I don't know nothing about it. I know it's on fire right now. And he's been a busy guy, uh, which which I think is awesome. And, you know, I, what I think happened is so many people heard of him on this podcast that mm-hmm. they used him right before we made that rule. Uh, so yeah. I do think we're about 97% to thank for, for his busy start to the year. And it was just yeah. timing. I'm yeah, still, okay. I'm still looking to get some exercise. So I'm, I'm really hoping somebody's going to use them here. So yeah, early, cause that I is need, the only way. Yeah. I, I need to get out of my house. I need to get some exercise. Yeah. So. And I've got experience carrying desks now. So hopefully whoever buys a house owns a desk that I can just lift in there. Yeah. Just don't ask them to assemble it. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah, don't, no you're not assembling no, anything. No, that's not part of the deal. I'm just a mover. Yeah. But uh, no, and hopefully, you know, one thing we talked about, hopefully we can get Andrew on too, whether it's on here, social media, something to get a little bit of a, a market update. Cause I know uh, he does send that out to his clients and, and some pretty interesting info. So with that, a little bit different deer call this time. So first we'll go back, learn a new skill, pay a bill or pay the bill, I should say. You guys were a little lenient on me, I thought. I did really great at learning the Titanic song on the recorder and it honestly is a guy who for the last 10 years has made a living by talking and stuff I can't remember being more nervous yeah you uh, <laughs> you were a little shaky um, I'll give you this so you did like we could all tell what song you were playing you, you hit most of the notes uh, there was a few squeaks involved a few pauses a few laughs I think I think we saw you put the effort in I think uh, going forward though if you were to do that again we would be a little bit more strict so I feel sorry for whoever has got to this week because I think the bar has been raised. Yeah, and I will say too, it's not an excuse. It, it was a little harder. My fingers got oh, cold. Sounds like it. It's okay. It's an excuse, but it is. And you know, yeah. those recorders are squeaky, man. If you don't get your your fingers on the exact right spot, it's tough. But, but that, no, I appreciate that's, that's you guys. Part of it. Yeah, I know. But I appreciate you guys. You were a little lenient, but I think we, we had some fun doing it. The recital and and people tuned in live, and and a lot of people sent in tips and stuff, and it was fun. So we're gonna keep doing it. So our deer call was, as Dustin suggested, to reach out and, and get. Suggestions 
suggestions from our listeners and throw it on old Spin Diesel and see what happens. And uh, we got a lot. Uh, we whittled them down. And uh, so we have ride a unicycle 25 feet, handstand for 10 seconds. So that's handstand, not headstand. Solve a Rubik's Cube. Sing a full song. I put in Spanish, but could be in, in a whatever language we decide. Double Dutch skipping, learning to moonwalk, learning to sew something, uh, learning the cup song, which is from uh, Pitch Perfect, I believe, right? Learn to juggle, learn a pole dance, run a half hour virtual yoga class, learn to do a backflip or learn to skateboard. And as it always will be, there's spin diesel on there, which if we land on it, we're just doing another shot of spin diesel. So the way we're going to figure this out is we decided, even though I'm, I've already gone, every time all four of us are eligible to do this, with the exception that you can't do it more than two months in a row, because that's a lot. So what we're going to do first is we're going to spin it to see who has to spin the wheel. And again, I know for me, anything to do with singing, like you thought I was nervous trying to play the recorder. If it's me and it's anything to do with singing, you guys are getting free dinner and drinks. Good. Yeah. See, for me, I there's a couple on there I really do want to do. Like I think learning the cup song would be pretty unique and cool and pole dancing I think would be awesome <laughs> but like that that, get you in shape. that back flip that back back flip is just staring me down and for a broken neck it. how are you gonna do it yeah. maybe this skill should be learn how to say the word backflip. <laughs> but like are we so we gotta See make this dinner. clear right now is is it a backflip on a trampoline or just on solid ground here oh no, I, Walsh, I th- that was your pick that was my pick I thought it was trampoline because I don't think any of us are ever doing it on ground like we'll, wait we'll does, anyone, does anyone know how to do a backflip on a trampoline Nope. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We all picked a color. I have uh, on the wheel. I am yellow. I am blue. I'm dark purple. I am green. So Dustin, you're going to give it a really good spin if it's with light purple or red. We just spin again and we know what happens if it lands on spin diesel. Here we go, spin. No green, no green, no green, no green, no green. Son of a... <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I, oh... All right, so I think you can gather that is Lund. So Lund, would you like to spin or would you just, do you want Dustin to spin I'll for let, you? I'll let Dustin spin Which for Which one me. don't you want? Because this, work, gonna, this worked I'm last time. I'm not going to say it because I know if I say it, it'll land on it. So I'll I'm just going to... a good one. I'm just going to think it... Oh, spin <laughs> diesel. Spin diesel. <laughs> so, do we all do shots or do I? Well, just I, you. No, no I we, think we all we do all shots. Do oh, okay. Son of a gun. Like, <sighs> spin diesel. That, that, felt, that felt like it was going to show up on spin diesel. Too. Who would have thought spin would come up first? All right. So, here's to prolonging Lundy's suffering here, but. Uh, <sighs> this again. I hate, the, I hate this wheel. Thanks a lot, Let's spin. Ready for round two, Lundy? <sighs> okay, let me just. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. This is oh my god. Yeah! <laughs> Hot damn! Oh what, my are you, god. what do you have to learn to do and perform in one month? We said we're going to give you till April 24th. So what are you doing on Saturday, April 24th? Oh my god. So my so my girlfriend wanted this one to happen because yeah. she's she does a lot of yoga. So I have to teach a virtual yoga <laughs> class. And we'll, hey, and we'll, oh, we'll are you do kidding it. me? Oh, absolutely, I'll be in that yoga class. Are you I don't think kidding that's me? that hard. So Lundy, part of, part of the deal here with the yoga class, I think that we're going to institute right now is it's got to be a minimum of 20 people. 
that's that, easy. that log yeah. into the the Zoom virtual yoga class. So honestly, when I started doing yoga, like it was awesome. Like and just more like the Yin yoga, which is and we could say like we can say it's Yin yoga. So that's more stretching, a little bit longer holds. I don't know about any of that stuff. Yeah. What this is to me is you have to take the time to learn it. Yeah, to don't learn worry. it and and come up with a class. I think there's lots of resources out there. I got lots of faith in in you and this and yeah. Bree's already yeah. said she's got some books I can yeah. I can have for <laughs> if they plan like oh what are the odds well I know what the odds were but <laughs> yeah. come on and that uh, yeah that one was my pick we all got one pick to add and I'm I'm really glad it okay well I'll come up with something pretty creative um and it's it's not gonna be your typical yoga class but it's gonna be it's gonna be special you're gonna feel the burn you're gonna feel like you've been stretched out after my yoga class and you might even <laughs> learn something who knows I mean I've got a lot to learn in 30 days so yeah hopefully I can share some of my knowledge with with whoever signs up for this yoga class I think that by you getting more flexible is only going to help with your WAP dance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there it is. April 24th. Obviously, you're going to, you know, we'll post a couple of updates and stuff too and, and see how you're doing. And you know what? I'm going to be a good friend. If you ever need a, a yoga buddy in the house, you need someone to, to try it out on, I will go and find someone to do that for you. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Okay. No, I actually really like yoga. So I think this is going to be a fun one. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. So, you know, it's not the worst thing on the wheel. So, I'm not mad, but at the same time, I would have liked some free time this month. But hey, hopefully I can get a little bit more flexible yeah. and uh, improve my life. Improve yeah. me. Dedicate like a, I'm gonna, one or two hours. I'm going to become yeah. a better Ryan by the end of April. Yeah. Because you're going to get your taxes done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You do a lot of laying on the couch. So I figure like all you got to do is stick a, a leg in the air while you're laying on the couch and that and you're practicing yoga. Couch yoga. I like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You might have just come up with a new yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of all beginners right. will sign up for that class. So that is that. That's the deer call this time. I, again, a little bit of a special edition and we do have more. So now that yoga class is coming off the wheel, we're going to put a new one on there. So thank you again, everyone, for your suggestions. They were they were awesome. And and there's lots of good ones on there. And I can't wait to keep going with this. So before we move on, again, we're talking about special announcements and fun stuff that we're doing. Obviously, Lund, you know, Zoom, Instagram Live, whatever it's going to be. London, I did a, a bit of an Ask Us Anything Instagram Live, you know, and now we can say officially that we're partnering with Troubled Tea to do every every two weeks, do Troubled Tea time. And that's, it's going to be us. We're going to find people from around the community and go on and do this Instagram Live. Kind of like the interviews we do on here, but now with the option to or the ability for for people to be a little more interactive too. So really excited to, to work with Troubled Tea on that. Obviously, you know, we met with them and, and seeing what they're doing and Troubled Tea, like they're making moves and that's going to be a fun thing to be a part of. And I think at least two of the four of us, maybe more have, have really been turned on to the, the hard iced tea just because of Troubled Tea. It's just perfect timing like for them and us. And, you know, we want to grow both brands together and I think troubled tea is a is a perfect summer drink and you know with golfing and and camping and and us really you know, trying to do these different things inside the community. I think it's a perfect opportunity for both of us to have a great partnership. And, you know, Lisa and London and, and Bud and Connor over at, at Troubled Monk have been, have been awesome to us so far. And, 
you know, I'm really looking forward to furthering this partnership and, and helping both brands grow. And let's be honest, it's it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Like it, it's you know, it's handfuls of them. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Morning, noon, or night. Like I'm just thinking about like how much more I'm gonna have to run, how much more yoga I'm yeah. gonna have to do this year <laughs> based on all the tea I'm planning on drinking over the next few months. So yeah, but but that tea is way better for your body yeah. than a beer is. And or <sighs> any other hard iced tea too, right? Like it is more closer to the tea side than it is the iced yeah. tea. And hey guys, my body's a temple. Yeah. And I'm excited too, because unfortunately we're not really going to be doing any more Big Brother updates live. And, and the Instagram lives are fun. And I think the first one, so if you're listening to this right away when it comes out, good for you, because April 1st, we're going to do one. We're going to go to Troubled Monk and hang out with Bud Kelly. So you, you can ask him questions. And if you're listening to this anytime after April 1st, it's going to be on our Instagram TV. It's going to be on YouTube. So so go check it out and, and keep an eye out for those every two weeks. And you know what? And yeah, we look forward to just another way too, to get out around the community a bit more and have more fun. And as we move into to Dustin versus Lund, this is a big news. This is a big day for us. I think this is number three on on the big news scale. Like I think we've I think we released kind of three big things today. So I guess Dustin versus Lund, first of all, is brought to you by Unparalleled Clothing Company, the proud provider of the new Odeer apparel line. Head to unparalleledpw.com to shop now. I think it's important to say that Jarrett Smith at Unparalleled in Calgary has has been a you know a big supporter of us so far and, a, and an important partner for us. Like he has incredible clothing. We all have some. He donated some to the podcast to wear. Um, he's been a great partner, and and we've decided to make the jump into merch. You know, when you talk about merch in a pod, like we're using these terms, it feels like we're a little legit. We're in a studio now. It's like, holy Moses, what are we doing? But we've decided that the community has been so good to us in supporting us so far and and listening and furthering our viewership that uh, we wanted to give back some way. And and we partnered with Unparalleled and we're going to do 30% of all sales for the next two weeks. It's a two week sale. So make sure you get those orders in fast. But 30% of those is going to go back to the Odeer Charity Fund, which, you know, we're going to support causes like Bose Be the Village. And, and Jada, when she did the cupcake uh, donation to the Humane Society, unfortunately, she wasn't able to do the cupcakes this year due to COVID. But we want to support a lot of these, you know, local initiatives and community initiatives that are coming up. And and this was just one way that we can exhaust that option. And and uh, Unparalleled was was awesome and they wanted to jump at the opportunity. So, you know, make sure that uh, I think it's the third big announcement of the night with the Burger of the Month and Troubled Tea. So, you know, Unparalleled is awesome. Make sure you head to the website, order, order a hat, order a golf shirt. We have have some great apparel crews hoodies uh female and male options so um it's just one way you can support us and and help us do some more fun stuff with content and and support the community more so really appreciate it if you already ordered and if you haven't uh, you got about a week left here to do so and it's a leap already for us, you know, to, to ask everyone, hey, wear our logo around and that. So, you know, we've seen a lot of support on on the apparel already first couple of days, and we really appreciate it. And we hope more than anything, you appreciate a good pun, because that is the whole basis of this entire podcast is is just the pun. And again, I think the big thing is is supporting the community. And I think, Dustin, it's important to note, like the 30%, that's like, we're, we're, we are not making money off of this. We want it to go to charities and, and to the community because that's, again, important to us. And I think if people are supporting us and the community is supporting us in that way, yeah, let's give it back. I think one more, you know, important thing to talk about too, a little bit before we move on in the podcast is we're hoping this is going to be successful and we're hoping we're going to build a little bit of a charity fund to help out the community and the community initiatives. But if this is successful, we have kind of a nostalgia line waiting in the wings here that, uh, 
we have a couple t-shirts designed that uh, we're hoping to launch here with Unparalleled and and uh, hopefully this first two weeks goes well and a, and a month from now we're hoping to launch a little bit of a nostalgia line with Red Deer and and uh, so if you want to you want to see that hopefully you help us out and support it and and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see those nostalgia brands rocking around Red Deer here soon. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped for those uh, nostalgia items. Bring back a lot of memories and. I think they look awesome. So excited. Yeah. And hey, if you our merch right now will bring back memories of back in December when you listen to that podcast. So and you're like, what the hell is this yeah. thing? <laughs> but hey, you're still here. So thank you, Dustin. You know, you really looked after the whole merch side of things. And I know that's kind of where your strengths lie. So thank you for that. And yeah, now we now we get to find out who's gonna get their chest waxed. So we'll see. This could be big. This could be the end of it, and or this could force a tie and, and maybe one of the biggest comebacks ever. So we're going to keep things a little more even this time. Um, we're we're going to play a little game called What's in a Name? So Walsh and I talked about a lot of Alberta cities and towns either have slogans or nicknames. So we've got a bunch of questions just based around that, and, and we'll see how this goes. All right. Question number one. Which Albertan city slogan is the Centennial City? I actually know this one. Brooks, Alberta. Brooks. Wow. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So one one. I that's pretty impressive. This might be a little harder. What is the slogan or nickname? I'm not going to tell you which for Grand Prairie. Oh, are you kidding me? No. <laughs> the Grand Piano. <laughs> G G Unit. <laughs> 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 I think we're going to have to make some Wikipedia edits after this, uh, yeah. but that is, it is the Swan City. Uh, Swan City. I thought maybe one of you might. But, it was on uh, the tip of my tongue. I, I, knew, I actually knew that one because I used well, to live there. Well, you're up north. Do we okay. have any explanation why it's the Swan City? Uh, no one cares. Okay. Okay. okay, Kevin, you were, you're from Grand Prairie. Do you know why it's called the Swan City? Oh, there's a very large flock of swans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was right under our nose the whole time, too. All right, so other than Cowtown or Seatown, what is one, there's a couple, nickname or slogan for Calgary? I went with the Stampede Corral. I went with Energy Capital. That, no, it is, uh, you could do Heart of the New West, the Stampede City, or Sandstone City, which I didn't know that last one, but, but still 1-1. Still one, one. You were both close, and when I was researching these questions, there was something about energy. Point five for I me. I don't remember it, but I don't think it's what you said, Ryan, but you were close. Well, you think just oil and gas, right? So. Yeah, it's still one one. All right. Now I see why Ted skipped questions because now I have a freaking paragraph. Yeah, read. that was an accident. Yeah. Edmonton has many nicknames and slogans, including the City of Champions or even Dedmonton. <gasps> Which of the following is not listed on Wikipedia as a oh. nickname or slogan for Edmonton? The Big Easy, Heart of Canada's Great Northwest... Volunteer Capital of Canada or Crosswords of the World? No, Crossroads of the World. I like that other one better. If you didn't know, a lot of Edmontonians are very good at crosswords. Yeah. And this is this is from <laughs> Wikipedia, so it's legit. Anyone who's listening in college, you can cite Wikipedia on any of your papers and it's legit. What'd you write, Lundy? Crossroads. Volunteer. The correct answer is the big easy. Oh no. I thought I'm pretty sure that's New Orleans. Yeah. yeah but the just, people say the the big E was on there, but not the big easy. Yeah. I just assumed like okay, okay. I will never assume again. You know what they say about assuming. Yeah, don't do it. What is the slogan for the town of Mundare? Home to the world's largest sausage. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> Oh. Did you write ah? Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to. Well, is, hurry up. I have or bacon. I got <laughs> or bacon. I changed to mild or spicy. <laughs> the answer is small town, big heart. 
Oh, I was going to go. And I bet you that heart is full of cholesterol. Anyways, which Alberta town slogan isn't, but should be, live long and prosper? Stetler. Vulcan. Ryan Lund with a 2-1 lead. So Vulcan, the Star Trek connection. Yes, I should know that. I was in a parade once with a bunch of Star Trek people. (laughs) That one time. That was a parade. I didn't watch a whole lot of Star Trek, so I didn't know that slogan. I I actually thought you would get that living in Southern Alberta. What is the slogan for Vulcan? I don't think there is. I couldn't find one. Okay. Oh, no. Vauxhall. I feel like I'm saying it weird. Vauxhall. Okay. Vauxhall, Alberta is known as the blank capital of the West. I went with Hills. I went with Foxhole. Vauxhall, the Fox Hill, the Foxhall capital of the West. Yeah. Please tell me. <laughs> that right. makes more sense than Dustin's. No, yeah. Vauxhall has lots of hills, though, actually. I've never but you're been. both wrong. It is the potato capital of the West. <laughs> oh, man. They got the two giant potato statues. I thought yeah. that was Tabor. I've never been. That's corn. Oh, yeah, good Here's a, uh, let's, let's be grown ups with this one. Which of the following is not the name of a town in Alberta? Oh. Old Entrance, Climax, Balf, or Tease? <sighs> I gotta narrow down. I'm down to two, too. Yeah. <sighs> That's the... I'm going with Elf's brother, Balf. I went with Balf, too. Oh, it is Climax, oh, which is no. in Saskatchewan. Oh, I knew... Okay. So, a yeah. lot of guys get there, but not many women get out there, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's harder for women to oh, get to. Weird. Ted's divorce and single. <laughs> Whoops. Was, was that a map joke, Ted? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the best kind of. Everyone likes a good map joke. That might have been the best joke of the episode. I hope. Yeah. I hope everyone got to this yeah. point. I, yeah. I hope that one makes the cut. Yeah. Two one. Yeah, All right. Question number nine. Other than Med Hat, what is one nickname or slogan for Medicine Hat? I really hope you don't get this because I know the answer. Oh, you do? I don't know what it is. Uh, there's, I will say there's like four or five answers. Now he's really confused. Yeah. He's having trouble spelling. <laughs> Medicine City. <laughs> the gas city. Dustin is correct. Oh, the gas city. Oh, no. I've been there a time or two. Uh, so it's 2-2. Two, two. This is a big one. Is this the 10th question? Last tenth question. question. Oh, shoot. Where, where in Alberta can you find a giant beaver? <sighs> And we're talking now, not like in the settler days when Beaver City was around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beaver, Beaver City's not, okay. Not allowed? Go River Bend, Lundy. I've seen a couple of beavers down there. <laughs> I said Red Deer. Beaver Lodge. <sighs> Beaver Lodge is correct. No! That is- You know, I thought about that one. I thought just Dustin with your, you know, your hockey knowledge yes. and stuff in, of small towns, that, that probably oh, helped you out a bit. It was close. Man. What a rough episode. Oh yeah. my God, I'm the winner. Let's, let's just reiterate oh. here. So in the next uh, nine months, yeah, okay. Lundy, you have to come up with a full dance. No, not a full dance. Okay. A TikTok dance. Okay, sorry. That's about a minute. Yeah, a TikTok dance for Oh, there were like 15 or 20 seconds. You have to learn and then teach your own yoga class. And then you have to get your chest waxed. And not in that order. So clearly, I think we're all in agreement. You have to get your chest waxed before the yoga stat. So are they doing waxing right now? With yep. yeah, you just gotta wear masks. And I, hey, if not, I I'll I'll do no, it. No, you're you. not. You're not doing it. <laughs> so Lundy, okay, yeah, I, oh, we'll be there. Yeah, for if them. you guys give me some support, I'd appreciate yeah. it. Oh, we'll be there. It's gonna be sad to see the bat signal go, but it'll think it'll, about how much it's gonna grow back and flourish. Right when you, you yeah, know, when you get rid of it, it grows yeah. back thicker. Yeah, Dustin, you you almost didn't deserve the the win, but. 
it, that was pretty good. And that's it. That means, oh man, that means next episode is Ted versus Walsh. Oh, I've got some ideas oh, for you too. I got some payback and, for yeah. you guys. Perfect. Now we don't have, that's less work for us. And I'm going to suck at it. I'm calling it right now. I'm going to yeah. suck at it. It's, oh, it's tough. It's it is, yeah. tough. How do we determine what the punishment is? Oh, we'll, we'll you talk. Guys have to we'll talk decide. About it, yeah. right? We've got, decide. we've got some things in the yeah, air and yeah. man, well, that, that is it. That's, that's the end of an era. So we made it eight episodes for Dustin versus Lund. That's a lot longer. We thought we were going six max. So here we are, and and that's the end of the episode. So yeah, thanks everyone for for hanging on. It's it's definitely a longer one. We're we're gonna rein it in. We're gonna tighten it up. But we're so excited about being in the studio here. And I think that's how. Again, just thank you again so much to Bo's Bar and Stage, to Ryan and Riley, to Brennan for helping us be here. And you know, follow us on social media. Follow us on YouTube. I know a lot of podcasts at the end always say, "Hey, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a five star rating and a good review." But we're not gonna do that. If you want to give us a five star rating and a good review, then give us a five star rating and a good review, but we're not going to tell you to give us a five star rating and a good review. So (laughs) as always, we're going to throw to you guys uh, closing thoughts. Uh, Maybe, maybe, Lund, we'll give you a second to collect yourself and and we'll start with Dustin maybe. Well, my final thoughts, I started off sad tonight with Kyle being eliminated from Big Brother and I've ended the night on an absolute high note with a (laughs) 5-3 win. I don't have to go get my checks waxed. I'm so pumped. We're in studio in the Bose studio. It's unbelievable. We're off the rails here tonight, but I couldn't be happier to be with you boys on a Thursday night. Yeah, I uh, same thing. Super, it's awesome to be here with you guys in person. And it's way better than on Zoom. And I think we did a pretty good job on Zoom in the past, but uh, yeah. nothing beats this. Now I'm just all of a sudden, you know, I wasn't expecting this to end tonight. So now I'm just like already worried about me and Ted. So oh, I thought you meant the episode. I said it almost didn't end. Yeah. Like, no, oh, man. no. But now I, we'll see. We'll see <laughs> what next episode brings. Yeah, whatever. Who didn't like <laughs> <laughs> stupid stupid game anyway like who, who cares i mean thanks for thanks for listening thanks for paying attention but oh like what a what a shit kicking like yeah, that was a rough night no. for you is it so, safe to say that you're having a sleepover in the studio yeah, today? No, oh. like i i hope we have more alcohol spin diesel here. you better hang out with spin diesel a little more you know what i will say is my closing thought dustin and lund when we started this thing episode one i threw you into it i made you guys make a bet so we'd have some content it turned out more unbelievable than i ever could have thought so thank you you guys for for putting your bodies on the line there and, and your chest hair for us to have some content and honestly so it's, it's a little frightening but i'm looking forward now that walsh and i can repay you for all the fun we had running this for like i've never had episodes. anything waxed before like i'm i'm a little scared now like oh. it's just hitting me you never forget your first it's, it's gonna hurt yeah <laughs> well with that i think that's a good note to end on again a huge thank you to bose bar and stage our presenting sponsor and all of our community partners as well again this was a jam-packed episode so if you made it this far you know all i can say from the bottom of my heart is you wasted your time and let's do this again sometime